This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. Yo, 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 we are back again. Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews with the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, DJ Spider. That is me, DJ Spider. In the house with you guys again and again. And this podcast, as always, is brought to you by BeatSource. BeatSource.com is the new digital music service for open format DJs. I need you to get on there. We got exciting things happening. In the past week, we have launched BeatSource Link inside of Serato. So it's officially integrated in Serato, which is the most popular DJ platform. It is also in Rekordbox and in a ton of other hardware and software. But the fact that it's in Serato officially now is a huge step. And I've been experimenting with it, having so much fun. I've been helping DJs get on it. Hit me if you have any questions. Um, and just about anything else on Instagram is probably the best way. At DJ Spider, DJ S-P-I-D-E-R. Or hit me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DJ Spider. And uh, we can talk about beat source music and anything you want on there. Talk about breakfast foods, whatever. I'm here for you guys. Um and uh, it's super exciting. Like, I've been making these playlists. I could share my playlist with you. Hit me if you want me to send you one I just made this morning. Um, and the people at BeatSource are unbelievable. They've been making these curated playlists that are super dope, made by DJs, for DJs, all genres. I mean ones that show you who sampled what i was learning on there i love it it's really cool um so try it out beat source baby uh and thank you to all my beat sorcerers all the people listening to this podcast thank you guys for rocking with us and tuning in and spreading the word make sure you go uh rate and review give us those five stars give us some reviews that helps us get up the charts and spread the word so do it on apple as well as spotify and um youtube we're on youtube a lot of people love watching that so peep it uh, and let me know what you think give us some reviews and ratings um we are in a crucial time right now you guys I urge you to vote in the United States. Use your power and go out there and vote. Now's the time. Everything is crazy. Use your power. Let's vote. It's not all about the president. Obviously, we've all got our opinions on what's going on there. Um, But there's other things, local elections and things that can shape your life, your children's life or your family's life. So go vote. I urge you to do that. And now I want to give you guys some info about our really cool guest that we got today. I had so much fun talking to him. The conversation went by really quickly. It's over two hours, which is long for this show. Um, But we got into some seriously technical and, if you want to call it, nerdy stuff. Um, This guy is the artist relations manager for Serato, um, along with being a really dope DJ who has been DJing for well over 20 years, producing, engineering, putting out amazing remixes. He's part of a really cool long-running party in New York called Afrokinetic that now has moved on to Twitch and is doing some great Twitch streams. Um, He's part of another party called I Love Vinyl that's now defunct but had a great 10-year run. Um, He's done work for some of your favorite artists. He knows every DJ, trust me, and he knows the ins and outs of Serato as well as Beat Source 
resource link because he just made a tutorial video on it. Um, he puts me on to some crazy hacks uh, and little tips um, within Serato, which is something I know well, but he really shows me some crazy stuff that I didn't know about. I think you guys are going to love it. Um, he gives us some insight into what it's like being in New York and Brooklyn right now, uh, what it's like working for Serato. He gives us some insight into production as well as using... Um, you know, we really go in depth on using BeatSource Link. And I know this podcast is brought to you by BeatSource, but also we truly used it from a DJ's perspective and put it through the ringer. And it, um, you know, we give our opinions and all of our ideas. And he talks about some future plans for Serato, Twitch, as well as um, a bunch of other really interesting stuff that I think you guys are going to love and other products that Serato makes. Um, he showed me how to use Serato sample but also serato studio in ways that i never thought of so after this podcast i'm about to go and try to make some edits in serato studio and see what i can do because the way he laid it out to me sounded really dope um all right and thank you guys again for listening please hit me with any topics you guys want me to discuss or ideas or anything again at dj spider uh spelled dj s-p-i-d-e-r on instagram and on twitch uh catch me on there but without further ado i'm excited for you guys to listen to this interview and hopefully gain some knowledge from it and learn some more about this amazing guy please give it up for op miller let's go op from serato in the house let's do it op miller thank you for coming on the 20 podcast how is your day going today Man, everything is good. Uh, October 9th uh, here, technically, which I don't really talk about too much, but the 10th is my birthday. So, uh, what? Alive and well and safe during this time of COVID, corona good. craziness. Yeah. I mean? So, and uh, definitely very glad to be here with the whole Beat Source fam. Absolutely. Yo, so glad to have you here. I mean, I didn't know we'd be doing a birthday show. I should have had like a cake or something <laughs> ready. Hey, <laughs> a little birthday hat. It's all good. Big shout out to all the Libras out there, no doubt. Yes, big shout. I mean, a lot of really dope DJs have birthdays in October. I don't know what that says, but something. Yeah, uh, you know, Libras create some balance in the world. So, uh, you know, big shout out to all those dope DJs out there. That's true. The- that's true. And dope period. DJs have to have a perfect understanding of balance, I think. So that speaks Indeed. to it. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah, we we we've been wishing happy birthday to some past guests, and we were like, "Oh wow, we got so many in a row." It's like DJ XL, Kid Cut Up, DJ Vice, like all these people stacked up fashion. So you're in good company. Happy birthday! We're Thank happy you. to have you on. Work. Um, and uh, you are speaking of you know um, Corona, COVID, all that stuff. You are in New York, right, Brooklyn? That's right. I'm. Uh- Pardon me, based in Brooklyn, uh, born, partially raised, live in a bunch of different places around, but I've been back in New York for 21, 22 years. Um, So this is home, family's here, everything. Um, Yeah, I'm actually in the Brooklyn Serato studio right now uh, talking to you. So uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're still alive and kicking over here doing the thing. That's good. I mean, nice to see that you're at an actual place. I think you're the, the first uh, work from home guest we've had that's not home. <laughs> or maybe we've had some people in hotel rooms, I guess. But, uh, you know, I feel like New York 
is a little step ahead of everyone else in the United States. Well, in a way, I guess there's places like Tennessee and Texas and Florida that are just like doing whatever they want. But I think in the, as far as hopefully somewhat following safety guidelines and getting back on track for a sustainable, realistic reopening and where DJs can be part of it. Uh, it seems like Brooklyn and, and New York as a whole is somewhat ahead of the game and like like you're back in the studio. I mean, what's it like out there as a DJ and just as a human? Yeah, no, it's, it, it's interesting. Um, in regards to Serato itself, I mean, normally, you know, here at the studio between myself and my boy Destruct, uh, we run the studio here for, for Serato. Right. And, uh, you know, I would say on a weekly basis, we could easily have you know, up to 20 DJs coming into the studio to either shoot content or to learn about some new gear or get their computers updated or learn about Serato Studio, Serato Sample, or just come by to hang out. You know, they're in right. town. They want to, you know, come, you know, do the shout out, the whole thing. Um, that has completely changed for us. Like, I think we've had maybe at most eight people here since July. Wow. And it's been very specific. You're coming in to shoot content. Are you sick? You sanitize, you wear a mask. Okay, cool. Come and shoot the content. Be out. Done and done, right? No hangout. No, like, let me bring my boys over. Let's do a little cut-up session. Da-da-da. Like, right. all that stuff's kind of been put to a pause, which, to be honest, is, you know, obviously, we have to play it safe, right? Like, luckily, I haven't been sick, and, you know, Derek hasn't been sick, uh, destruct, and, you know, our team is, is doing well. Um, but we also know people who have been sick and that's been like the, you know, kind of sad thing about it. So, you know, we want to make sure everybody who comes into our space is comfortable, both in terms of, um, you know, their health, um, but also longevity. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I always tell people like, God bless to the day that I die, knock on wood, pray to God, fingers crossed, all that, uh, that I'll be a DJ until that time period. You know what I mean? So yeah. I never want anybody to ever come in here and be like, yo, I'm DJing today and tomorrow I'm dead because, you know, someone caught COVID walking into the studio. That's just so crazy. So, um, you know, it's, it's a different world, you know, in regards to us, in regards to DJs out in the, in the streets. It's actually been kind of interesting. I've been seeing some people, you know, doing the park parties, you know, doing the beachside parties, um, you know, out in Queens or Long Island, um, you know, even parts of Jersey. Um, so, you know, it's been cool to see people kind of finding ways to be able to still play music out in the world. But obviously, Twitch has been like the, the biggest thing, you know, that's kind of been the explosion, you know, for everybody, um, you know, over this past number of months, you know, everybody yeah. getting online, building their audiences up, um, making money, which is great. So dope seeing so many people make money on Twitch and be able to, you know, survive during this time period. It's such a blessing. So, um, yeah, it's been an interesting time period, but, you know, definitely blessed and uh, very thankful to be here still. Yeah, me too. I'm thankful that you guys are there and everything's going good. Um, and I know, like you're saying, I mean, COVID is, I think it's, you know, making people sick and getting them out of the game as well as just killing some DJs careers, you know, people are <sighs> unable to hang on in a way or, or see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it has been hard. And thankfully, things like Twitch and some other companies have been trying to help out. And, um, you know, I think that's important. Like, I feel like a company like Serato obviously reaches out and works with DJs. I mean, as they should, but you guys are so good about um, creating real, genuine, long-lasting relationships with the DJs. Not like, yo, this person's popping. They're using my product. Cool. It's in a thing. I mean, you guys genuinely care about the people's careers and want them to do better artistically and monetarily and everything. And I feel like 
Um, Twitch, in a way, is cool because some of the people that work there have been very actively um, supporting the DJ and the music community, and That's not right. a lot of other online sites do that. You know, I see Mixcloud is starting is really trying to do that, and they're launching that ticketed event thing. I saw Flying Lotus is doing the first one, nice, um, nice. where you can buy like a thirteen dollar ticket uh, for his Halloween show. So I'm interested to see how that goes. You know, yeah. Um, well, I mean, what's well, a couple of things. One that you know, especially everybody on the artist relations team, um, you know, myself, uh, Destruct, uh, Matt, aka Cut Corners, uh, yeah. Mr. Sonny James, uh, Blakey out in the UK, you know, all of us are DJs. Like, we didn't get this job because, like, you know, I mean, granted, we have, all have, you know, backgrounds and work and business and all the rest of it, but, you know, yeah. at heart, we're DJs, we're producers, we're in music. You know, we've been doing this for all of our lives for the most part. Yeah. So we actually care, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, about, you know, the livelihood of DJs and producers. Like, it's yeah. what we do. So we automatically have that kind of, like, love, support, empathy, you know, for people who are in, you know, crazy positions. So, um, you know, as soon as COVID hit, the next pivot was, like, okay, well, how do we get people online to start DJing? And so we all had to figure out how to use OBS in, like, two seconds and how to, you know, get to Twitch and yep. what interfaces to use and yada, yada, yada. And then I was like, okay, well, how do we get that information out to the world so that way that they can start, you know, DJs can start doing this and getting busy with it. Yeah. I could tell you the amount of people, both, you know, local DJs and, like, some of the biggest names, you know, who you've seen out here, like really, really doing it, you know, being on the phone with them, being on FaceTime, being on Zoom, you know, whatever the case may be, walking everybody through how to get certain pieces of equipment and gear to link up and make it all work. So, you know, we, we actually really do care, you know, about what's happening because we are a part of the culture. We are the culture. Um, and, uh, you know, we want to see everybody win in the long run. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys, and it's not like you guys are the kind of DJs where it's like, all right, my DJing didn't work out. I'm going to get a job at a company. Like you guys are actively, you know, dope DJs, but also actively putting things out in and, and making, you know, pushing the culture forward. You know, each of you, I think specifically have your own lane of the dope stuff you do. You know what I mean? From oh, cut you. corners to destruct to your stuff. And it's very unique and, and cool, you know, and inspirational. Um, just seeing your, the live stream stuff you've been doing over this time was great. You know, just like listening to like, you know, we can get more, I wanted to get more into it, your Afro kinetic party and, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, I love it. I love the vibe you guys put together over there and thank you. It's, it's great. Um, so just to, you know, talk a little more about the Serato stuff. Um, how long have you been with working with Serato? Man, I'm going into my fifth year. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, Serato. So it's been it's been a little bit of time. It it feels like yesterday, to be honest. Like it's time has flown by so fast. Um, but we've done a lot of great years of a lot of great things over the past four going to now to five years. Uh, you know, between myself being here. Initially it was uh Cut Corners and uh Recluse, uh yeah. Matt Shaquan, who's over at Roland now. Um oh, they were okay. the official like uh AR team for the US. Um and then I came on recluse went over to roland and then destruct came on after me and then sunny james come came on after that and then blakey came on after that so um yeah over the past like four four and a half five years we've been yeah doing some really good work that's a strong team i uh recluse actually hang on yeah i uh 
recluse gamey my white vinyl (laughs) thank you so much i just have it sitting right here i actually put the phase on it i'm like i don't care i'm using these they're still like my best shape vinyl as well like i don't know you know you find those ones that are just that perfect non-warp like you can scratch exactly how you like it's not too buttery but it's not too stiff that's right that's right. Uh, oh, yeah, those those are highly coveted. Uh, I know. I didn't. Oh my god! I was them. at South by Southwest walking around, and uh, I saw him. And I think cut corners. We're just you know on that sixth street or whatever with a million right, people right. everywhere. And right. I remember he had a bag, and then he's like, "Yo, I want to give you this or something." Hands me the records i was like oh shit, put it in my bag. Or no, I didn't have a bag. I'm carrying it around. All these DJs we would see would be like. Where'd you get that? How do you have that? Like running right, up on right. me. I'm like, okay, I got to hide this. This is like <laughs> serious, serious stuff. So shout to him. Yeah, Thank in fact, you. I don't even have a pair. So you're, and I work for Serato. So you're, you're in like a nice, nice situation. Oh my God. I didn't even realize at the time. I've actually used them so much. I can't believe they still even work, but I put them yeah. to good use. It's like getting a nice, like a super grail pair of shoes, but then I wear them all the time. <laughs> right, right, right. So sorry, but at least not sorry. they're being used. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Right. Um, that's dope. And so how did you originally get involved with Serato? So um, kind of crazy story. Um, I used to work for a um, now defunct uh, DJ and production school called Dubspot uh, oh, yeah. in New York. Yeah. So for I was sure. there for about four and a half years um, teaching the DJ program um, and also doing some uh, some production stuff as well with Ableton and Logic. Got it. Um, um, I was one of the people in the building that was like super heavy Serato. And that was kind of the time where Scratch Live just kind of converting into Serato DJ, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I've been using Serato since what, 2006 time period. And just because I'm a nerd for technology and, you know, music and whatnot, I kind of just started deep diving into learning everything about Serato as much as I could. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, what happened? Dubspot started falling apart. I'm not going to go into that story because it's a total mess. You can read it online. There's all the blogs and drama about all oh, that. Oh, that sucks. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It was a whole thing. And, and shout out to everybody who was at Dubspot. It was actually a really, really incredible place. Just, yeah, it, it seemed happened. like it. Yeah, it was magical, actually, at, at points in time. Um, and it was a really great time being there. But things kind of fell apart, and I'm not going to get into that. But um, okay. and shout out to everybody again, Dubspot, yeah. history and all that. Um, but I left right before things started falling apart. I kind of saw what was happening. And so, okay. um, you know, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to literally just lean on this thing that I love, which is music. Yeah. So I started teaching independently. Um, I basically kind of built a you know, whole DJ setup in my uh, apartment in Brooklyn. CDJs, turntables, mixers, controllers, whatever you had. Like I just had everything. Yeah. Just, you know, took my money invested into it. And so I started doing that, you know, kind of consistently. Um, I ended up meeting uh, Recluse. Actually, I met him while I was at Dubspot, but we reconnected again outside of that. Um, and he asked me to come to the old Serato studio, not the one we're in now, but the old one over in Greenpoint. Um, him and uh, an artist named Kissy um, to do a Serato video workshop. So I went in, did the workshop, and he was like, oh, you kind of know this. And I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been teaching this for the past, you know, X amount of years, and, you know, I love it, and so on and so forth. So he's like, all right, cool. And so, um, you know, someone's like, oh, if you ever need anything, let me know, and I'll, you know, more than willing to, to be able to help out. Um, I hit him up, 
again soon afterwards because I was going to South Africa. I used to live in, actually in South Africa for a while, um, DJing and doing radio out there. And so I was going back oh. uh, to do some gigs and see some people on vacation. And um, I asked him if I could do some workshops for Serato in South Africa. And he was like, yeah, do whatever you want to do. Hook it up. You know, if you see some DJs that you know, are kind of big out there, you know, link them into the artist relations program, set up licenses and blah, blah. So I went out there, did the thing, did like two workshops, linked up with a bunch of DJs, set them up. And he was like, yo, you kind of did my job out there, like pretty dope. I was like, ah, yeah, cool. So <laughs> all right, well, you know, I'll keep you in mind if anything pops up. And then a couple months later, he was like, yo, there's a position to open up in Serato. You should apply for this. And I was like, of course, like, <laughs> there's no question about it. Like, it's like, yeah. you know, dream job, right. uh, dream company. And uh, I applied and I got it. And next thing you know, I'm, on the races to you know all this incredible stuff that's happened over the past number of years um you know i couldn't have imagined that this would have been the case but uh yeah it's a uh, it's happening it's here and you know loving it and pushing it forward that's dope and so uh, officially your role is um uh, artist relations manager that's right um and so what is that for people that don't know i think i know but uh, what does that entail or what does that mean it entails a lot. So I'm responsible basically for all of the artists on the East coast of the country. We kind of split up everything in half. So like cut corners takes over the West coast. I take over the East coast and sometimes we'll kind of mix and match in between. Yeah. Of um, course. I run the studio here in New York that I'm in. Um, you know, basically anything that happens with artists through Serato, I'm kind of headed and lead on that. Um, so, you know, when a new product comes out we have to do, you know, content, you know, scouting out the artists, setting everything up, uh, being able to, uh, you know, execute those plans and get those things out there. I deal a lot with our manufacturer uh, partners. So um, technically, you know, people think, oh, well, Rain owns Serato. And it's like, no, no, no. Like Serato is a separate software company. Right. We just happen to work with about 15 different hardware companies that make hardware for the software. So I'm yeah. always interfacing with like the folks of Pioneer and at Rain and Denon and Akai and Reloop and Hercules and, you know, keep on going down the list of, you know, different uh, companies. Um, so making sure that all, you know, the stuff that's happening with the new product is going to be represented, you know, both here at the studio, but then out also out in the world to the content that we make from the studio. Um, right. My job also kind of leans a little bit into sales and not in the sense that like I'm out selling anything because I don't sell anything. Thank God I am not a sales guy <laughs> by any means. Um, but I do a lot of support uh, with the sales team. So, you know, when it comes time to do um, things with different um, uh, retailers, um, mm -hmm. then I might do content for them or, you know, go to some of the expos and do some presentations for them and so on and so forth. So, um, shoot a lot of content. Um, you know, some people might see me on some YouTube videos and such. Um, so a lot of times it's like kind of doing like the introduction of a new product or, uh, you know, a how to on how, you know, a certain feature in Serato works and so on and so forth. Um, so that, and a bunch more, um, you know, our job is not, uh, our job is not per se, like, Oh, you just DJ all day long. You have like the best job in the world. And it's like, yo, like I rarely touch this stuff in here. I'm like usually behind my computer, you yeah. know, documents, spreadsheets, emails, meetings, phone calls, all the rest of that. And then I have to like deep dive, learn stuff so I can teach everybody when they have right. questions about it. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's multifaceted, um, but it's a dope job. And Serato's a really dope company, um, really solid team of people. So, yes, yeah, it'd be great to be a part of the, the team. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have a flexible kind of job, then having it at something that you really believe in and are passionate about, I think makes it more fun and it doesn't matter like, oh, I got to do this too. It's like, 
you just want everything to to succeed. So obviously, just like Absolutely. being a DJ, you're gonna handle every little thing you have to do. Yeah. Um, and your videos are dope. Thank you so much for those. I feel like oh, thank you're, you. you're so good at those. And I always understand so much more. Like you like have the perfect like speed of how you say it. I don't know, like if you guys edit it like that, but <laughs> you like explain it where I don't have to pause it a million times. Sometimes I'm watching videos and I'm like, what did they say? Oh, I'm rewinding, you know? Yeah. So I definitely I, well, get, I understand it after watching your video like right away. So thank nah, you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. But I mean, in, in part, it, that's for two reasons. One, just because I've had that experience of what you just said. Like, yeah, I watched a tutorial. And I'm like, what'd you say? And I'm right. like, rewind and have like literally five times before it, it kind of clicks. And I'm like, that's not really good. Um, no. But beyond that, you know, kind of going back to what I was saying before, like, I really, really believe in like all of us as DJs and producers winning. Right. Yeah. So for me, there's no holding back on information. Like if I got something that's going to help you win, then we all win. So how do we, we, how do we present the information the best way possible? So everybody's able to, you know, pick up and use it, um, and be creative in their own ways. You know what I mean? So it's not like, yo, you got to do the same thing that such and such does. It's like, yeah, I showed you how to use pitch play, but now you flip it in a way that's different than the way that I might flip it than someone else might flip it. You know what I mean? But the information yeah is the most important thing to get across to everybody. So, um, yeah, I take that really seriously. And we, as a, as a company, take that serious too, because, again, we believe in the culture. We want everybody to win. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Same with this podcast. That's what I learned over time. In the beginning, I thought, oh, we're just going to tell funny DJ stories and, you know, bullshit. And then I realized how many people were actually like learning and going, oh, I learned from this. I didn't know this, you know, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm taking for granted some of the experiences I've had or some of the guests. So, it's been nice to sort of present the in, present information and people can do with it what they want. You know, if some people right. want to make money on Twitch, we have info on that. If some people want to go into music production and do syncing and licensing or, you know, whatever, we've yep. covered yep. so many bases. So same thing. I just want to spread the knowledge and have the DJ culture grow and see what people do with the tools because um, the same thing. And, and this has been a a debate with the beat source thing as well. Like, oh, you guys are going to make, you know, curated playlists and then let DJs just save it. And then everyone's going to sound the same. Nah. I'm like, I don't think so. Like we're living in this world where everyone has access to all the info. Like, y yes, before it was really hard to learn. We, we didn't have the internet. We, we, you had to find one person that could teach you or something, you know, but right. now it's everywhere. So you can, do your best to hide it from people, but what's the point? You know, like, yeah. I mean, look, you know, to to what your point is, you know, we live in a time in life where literally anything you want, you can have access to in a snap anything. of a finger. Yeah. Anything, right? It's really about what you do as a human being. What's in your body, your spirit, what you embody, um, what it comes across in the music. So you give us, a, you know. The intro DJ playlist, right? With the top 20 yeah. songs that blah, blah, blah. Like the way that you play it, the way I'm going to play it, and the way someone else is going to play it is going to be two different, three different things. Yeah. Because we all have different ways that we approach the music, right? right? Or it might even be like of that 20 songs, I only like five. So I'm really going to focus on the five that are really dope and I'm going to do something crazy with those five that no one else would even thought about doing, right? Think about doing. So, yeah, you know, I don't look what, what's on the site. First of all, the site is dope. Like, shout out to the whole beat source. Like, site's incredible incredibly clean laid out um 
very easy to navigate. You can find things very easily. Um, but it also has a lot of stuff, again, kind of that information thing, right? Like, you know, if you're a beginner DJ, like, okay, cool. Here goes some songs with some intros and outros and like, you know, some breakpoints where you can like loop stuff up to make it really easy. Right. I know when I started learning how to DJ, I learned on vinyl, like 25, six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. Same. And it was literally just like thrashing my head against the wall, trying to figure out how to get these two beats to match up. And then finally like that light bulb clicked and it sounded great. And I was like, Oh my God, this is it. I'm gonna do it just for the rest of my life. But that took like three months to do right i know and there was no internet i didn't even have like a friend to show me you know what i mean i was like i remember going to raves and seeing these people doing something and i was like how are they i was like are they making the music and then when i realized they're mixing the songs together i had to figure it out like you're saying right like what is going on here i'm like oh and then finally i figured out oh counting and timing and dropping it right um, right yeah so so to be to have tools like that on the website is great right like I would love for as many people to be DJs as, as much as possible, as long as they love the culture, the craft, yeah. they love the music. The music is the most important thing out of everything, right? You've got to yeah. love the music. If you don't love the music, then you just don't need to be in it, right? right. But cool. If you got some things that kind of help you get along to get to the point that you can really represent the music in the right way, I have no problem with it. I think that's a really great tool to be to have on the website. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And yeah, thank you. I mean, I mad props to the Beat Source team, too. They, I, I think the site is dope and they're super uh, open to, I think, improvements and suggestions, just the same way Serato is. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I know you guys get bombarded with <laughs> endless <laughs> stupid comments, uh, even asking, like, hey, what do you guys want to ask OP? I got some things where I'm like, I'm not going to say that. You know what I mean? It's I like, mean, you could. I mean, I might not be able to well, answer. Well, I just already know the answer. It was like, what, you know, bring back, bring back Scratch Live. It's better. It's like, yeah. how about yeah. no? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Go, well, I don't go know if, for I don't, it. <laughs> I don't know if you saw um, the the recent Twitch that we did with Little John. Um, yeah. Serato and, and Pioneer. But oh, he, I saw it. With made, the ending uh, outro yes, where he's like, yes. update your fucking Serato. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Words to live by. Listen to that man. He's absolutely correct. Very smart and on point without Very question. smart. He is very yeah. smart. He, you know, he's... He's always been very, very, very forward thinking with technology and with all of it. And, uh, you know, he's, I actually, he's going to be a guest on the show coming up pretty soon. And um, I used to do four turntable DJing with him, uh, like a lot of people don't know. So in the beginning, you know, this had to be, I don't know, 10, it was the MySpace days. But I met him in New Orleans when I was DJing, and he's like, "You are you using Serato? Uh, I used to be a DJ, and I want to learn that, you know." And mm-hmm. so I ended up teaching him Serato, and he was getting so into it. But it was the energy that he had was so amazing. It was like like you're saying when you first figured it out. Like I would come back over to his house after showing him stuff and showing him, right. giving him some acapellas, and he'd be like, "I put Red Hot Chili Peppers over this, you know, beat. Like it's crazy. It's working. Right, you know, right, it was right. the same same energy. Like he and he always wants to be up ahead of the game with Twitch computers. You know, all the the um, everything. So that's right. Props to him. Shout out little John for sure. If you're going to stay in the past, why? You know what I mean? I get it. If you like old things and people want to record on old tape decks and whatever, you know, use vintage things. But at this point, just look at uh, Scratch Live as a vintage 
instrument if you really want <laughs> to use. <laughs> no, well, there's really no support. You know, you're on your own. And that and that's absolutely true. Um, and look, I you know I, I started off on Scratch Live, and you know it was of an course. incredible program, Same. right? Like yeah. you know for everybody, SO one box. You know, what I mean, like whole situation. Yeah. Um, you know, TTM fifty seven mixer whole thing. Yeah. Um, but eventually things you know change and grow. Um, and to be honest, there's so much dope stuff happening right now like in terms of gear like what are we at now i think somewhere over 150 different pieces of hardware that work with serato that's crazy all these different manufacturers right which wow. is crazy so it's like there's always an entry point for somebody to be able to come in from like the 79 dollar like you know little pocket controller to you know buying you know a two three thousand dollar mixer or cdjs or whatever that all work with serato it's incredible right um being stuck on scratch live you wouldn't be able to have the access to all those things just not exactly there, right technology moves on so we have to be able to move on with the technology and it's not just us right but it's also thinking about the different computer companies that are out there like we, we've gone from 32 bit now to 64 bit like things sound better they run better they they operate better right so granted again scratch live dope if you're using it respect props but you're gonna yeah. be stuck in a certain place that you can't go any further with where if, as if you're with serato dj pro you're using new gear you know computers updated you know you're not yeah. using a computer from like 2007 right like you <laughs> you kind yeah. of moved on with the time you know things things work out um but you know regardless even if you use a scratch live i think the most important thing is again you love the music and you're playing it in the right way you got those two things down all good stay with scratch live it's all good but one day note that it might not work and you might have to step up <laughs> yeah to get to where we're at now so um yeah i think djs as a whole or a lot of them for some reason have this like quality where everything's about them you know like our whole life we've had to do everything ourselves so sure, people are like sure. what's up with scratch live you know like everything will revolve around their little world where it's like just open it up there's other things going on out there you know um well yeah i love all you know i constantly update and i love trying out the newest stuff um and i've been on you know so the newest version of serato just came out 2.4 right. um right. like a few days ago yep. and um it's got a bunch of cool new features um besides beat source uh link which we can get into but it had a couple other things that i think you guys saw the need for right now which was the ability to send the output um from serato from serato dj pro uh out right um that's right so i don't know how to convey it right but yeah uh, so yeah so the the couple of features that are in it, yeah you're absolutely right 2.4 has a couple of things the first one what you're talking about is being able to uh take the output to route it to another application Right. Um, so for example, you're going to take the summing of whatever your master is, right? So you got both your channels, EQs, filters, crossfader, um, effects, so on and so forth. All that stuff gets routed output through the program, um, out to a third party. So that could be OBS, for example, let's say you only have one computer and you want to get on, you want to DJ on Twitch, but you don't have a second computer and an interface and all this other stuff to try to make it all work. Right. As long as your computer is like, you know, in pretty decent shape, you'll be able to output that audio straight from Serato right into OBS and be able to broadcast straight to Twitch and do the thing, which is super incredible, especially in this time period where, again, like everybody, you know, needs to be and has to be online in order to be able to survive as a DJ. Um, right. So 
you know, we, we saw that pretty quickly once, you know, kind of COVID hit and everybody kind of like bugged out, like, yo, what do we do? Yeah. And um, as a company, we decided to make that pivot because we had other things that we were working on. I can't really talk about them, but um, we're like, you know what? We need to switch over and really make this a priority. We really want to make sure that DJs are set up to really be able to do the thing. Um, and now, I mean, look, I don't see Twitch or any, you know, Mixcloud, these platforms going away, right? No. Like, come the time that, you know, fingers crossed, you know, we're back in the world and we're doing the thing, you know, however way that may be, people have already built in audiences around the world. Yeah. Twitch, Mixcloud, yeah. you know, YouTube, so on and so forth. So why would you abandon that? So we want to be able to support these people from here through eternity, you know what I mean, with yeah. that. So that's a really great feature that we added in. Um, two other and can ones. you just, qu sorry, sorry yeah. to interrupt, but quick yeah, question okay. on that, because uh, I haven't really tried it. Um, does that mean, or maybe could you could do this before, could you um, potentially, hypothetically, DJ just off of the desktop, ver almost the preview version, like where you have the crossfader and you're using your thing, and then you send that out to OBS and just literally be DJing with your fingers? So you can do that with Serato Play. So um, Serato Play is an uh, expansion pack. It's $39. You can purchase it off the website, serato.com. Um, and that gives you the full version of Serato without being connected to hardware. So you get both of your full decks. You get the cue points. You get your loops. If you have other expansion packs like Serato Video and all the rest of that, you can use all that without being connected to hardware. So if you okay. just wanted to build like, you know, laptop DJ and right. go out, send out to Twitch, yeah, without question, you could totally do it. Absolutely. Okay. I use that to practice just like sitting on my couch, like watching a show and I'm like, Oh, right, right. I'm mixing these together. I create, you know, and then I go do it, you know, live. Right. right. Um, but I guess technically if you were sitting on the beach and you wanted to DJ or something, you could yeah. like somehow, Absolutely. or you, you could plug set? in the tiny controller, right. And just do it yeah. like that. That's right. So, and which you couldn't do before. That's right. Okay. That's, that's pretty dope. Yeah, um, yeah. And you could just DJ. The other thing you couldn't do before was plug in that tiny controller because what I used to have to do was plug in the tiny controller. Then I would send that out to a speaker using like a little wire right. or to my headphones. But now you can just play it straight out of the computer speakers, I think. That's right. right? Yeah, so that's okay. the second thing. So we have it set that you can run the uh, master output to your computer speakers, which is super, super dope. Like That's just great. Right? So you and then you could come out on. of the headphone jack technically. That's right. That's right. Oh, okay. Even better. Yep, that's right. Crazy. So, you know, for example, like the other night, um, I was at home, I was practicing and, you know, just being respectful to my neighbors, like I didn't want to turn my QSCs on and just blow out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The whole right. neighborhood at like, you know, one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, you know, I got the master output for the, for the speakers on my, on my laptop. So I literally just clicked it on and like everything was coming through crystal clear and everything I did, crossfader cuts, volume fader, EQs, filters, all the rest of that came through crystal clear wow. out the speakers, which is pretty ill. So, um, also, you know, for beginner DJs, like, yeah. And again, this is where we are thinking, right? Like, and kind of just to give like the thinking of Serato, we're always building top up, right? We're always thinking about like the pro DJ who's out in the field. We want to be able to support them, but we're also thinking about the people who are also coming up to be at that level, right? Of course. So, you know, there are always DJs that want to be able to learn how to DJ, but it's like, oh, I got to go to guitar center, Sweetwater, you know, AGI Pro, wherever the case may be, and buy this controller that I might not have a lot of money for, especially in the time period where everybody's kind of hustling for money. So you might right. not be able to spend like $1,000 on a controller. You might only have like 300 bucks. Yeah. So you buy a light controller, 
you might upgrade, get Swallow DJ Pro as, you know, with the license. But then you're like, oh, man, I got to buy speakers. Ah, this sucks. What do I yeah. do? Okay, now you got your laptop speakers. But, and this is where BeatSource comes in incredibly well. You're like, oh, man, I, I want to learn how to DJ, but I have no music. Now I got to go to Amazon or iTunes and buy all this music. And, like, I don't have thousands and thousands of dollars to be able to do that. Right. Ah, we have this thing called BeatSource. It has like all the top songs that you could think about, throwbacks, you know, acapellas, instrumentals, DJ tools. You just subscribe to it. And next thing you know, you have access to all this music automatically. So you've gone from the point of having to buy a controller, not knowing if you can actually play the music out. You can actually do it with your computer speakers because Serato allows you to be able to do it. And now you have access to all this music because you subscribe to BeatSource. And next thing you know, you're off to the races and you're doing your things. So like it's really dope where technology has allowed us to be in this moment in time right now. Even though it's crazy in the world, like the technology is really is really superb and, and really incredible. Yeah, I agree. And uh, same thing because I've been showing Beat Source and even the new Serato to like some of my friends who've been DJing over 20 years, like you said, and they're like, oh. You know, maybe some things like, what's up with that? Like, I wouldn't use that. I'm like, that's not for you. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. This is something that would be for you. It's just like anything else. You can take what you need out of it. So for some people, beat source would be their intro into it and learning. Some people would just be this addition to help them on certain kind of gigs. Some people would be the ability to not have to go and buy every single random song that they find on streaming services or there's different things for it and i do think that the it helps the younger djs which i think the older djs forget about or we have this tendency to be like screw those guys like we don't care you know we paid our dues like we don't but really um it it's it is a help for them because there's like these lessons they have things where it's like the samples like pop samples or hip-hop right. samples that's right to me it was dope i was even learning stuff i'm like i didn't realize that and if i would have had that as a starting out dj and i can practice learning how to take a dj premiere sample into the song he made and just right, that right. is good practice for somebody you know to, yep. to learn and the foundation for everything um and also djs are making these playlists you're not getting the playlist from spotify or from even right. title so who make dope playlists and they have great people working there but it's not someone like you or me that's a dj that knows what's up that's that's creating this specific thing for them uh Absolutely. you know and the the ease of getting it into your um system like a track broke down this whole thing of how when he finds a song on a streaming service and he wants it he has to do all this stuff to get it by searching right. in his emails and all of these all these things i posted that clip on my instagram and it did start a really big debate among djs old and young uh who some were pretty mad like you know what oh sorry he has to open three programs and, da, da, da. and then other people are like well he's saving time and i saw right. i understand both sides of it you know sure. you you put the work in and it helps you to know the music which yep. then helps you like the music and helps you uh play the music better to people and that's right that's feel right. it and there's really an art to digging for the music and and letting it sort of marinate and soak into your being and then knowing what it is to to deliver it back out. Well, one of the things that I love about the site too is this. Um, again, it's, it's multi-genre. Right? Yeah. Like for the open format DJ, it's like, you know, such a, a, a great dig to bit of fine stuff. The way that music's coming out now, like there's 
thousands upon thousands of songs coming out every day. There's just no way in the world to be able to keep track on every single genre right. coming from every different part of the world with you know this subgenre of the genre and the remixer of this and the, it's it's totally yeah. impossible right so having a, a a site like beat source is great because you know it kind of helps you to get it curated but again it also it gives you the point to where you know what, i like this song I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick this i'm gonna pick that like you don't have to just be like oh, i'm gonna take these 20 songs and remember right. like i was doing the other day <clears throat> part of me here at the studio where i was like just digging through some stuff in you know, the ease of me being able to go through a playlist and say, I want this song, this song, this song, and I could make the playlist actually inside the website. And then when I opened up my Serato, it just popped up and it was there. And I was like, oh, this is incredible. Like, yeah. I don't have to sit there and try to transfer the song from downloading it and then getting it into my Serato and then organizing it into a crate and all that. It just literally showed up right away, right there. And then when I loaded the song up, instantly, like, beat grids are there uh you know analyze the song the beat grids came you know pretty quickly the key of the song is there the bpm of the song is there and i was also able to find clean and dirty versions of songs which is really great like for myself you know i play venues around the city but i also do a lot of corporate stuff right so i also know like okay for the corporate gigs i definitely need those clean versions right because i'm trying yeah. to get that big check you know and keep those relationships yes. a lot that's a real you. thing it's a business you know what i mean yeah so being able to have like the clean and the dirty versions on the website is great because I know, okay, cool. If I'm doing this corporate thing, clean version, good. I'm good to go. But if I need the dirty version for later on, late night, whatever the case may be, then I can get to that as well. So um, again, the site is dope. Like it's got so much to offer to people. Um, it's really just a matter of you just digging in and checking out what's there for you. Yeah, and exactly. I've been learning that too. Even two nights ago, I started messing with the hip hop hits playlist because I haven't been doing clubs. I so I haven't been that up on the club hip hop stuff. Sure. And um, I realized that they had it stacked where everyone was um, the clean, dirty, clean, dirty. And I I almost never download the clean version off sites because I don't want to have such a my library just so many things on top of each other sure but to have that was the best because then i know oh shit if i go do this corporate gig i have the clean versions ready to go i don't even have to download them they're right. in this folder um so yeah that was dope to me the other thing that some things i've learned just from using it for a week um the real version was also like last night um on the West Coast, uh, the one advantage we have is that the New Music Friday, all the releases come out at 9 p.m. on Thursday. So right, when everyone's right. like, yo, it's like having that like when we used to watch TV and it was like, oh, it's on. We have the East Coast feed. So, you know, people might be sleeping on the East Coast. But at 9 p.m. last night, I got to see New Music Friday uh, America, New Music Friday UK, and then this playlist, that playlist. Right. And... um I ended up, you know, I, I went on there for like two hours last night, saved a ton of new songs that I really liked uh, in Spotify. And then I was like, yo, I want to see what's going to show up on BeatSource. So I went over to SoundIs, that website. That's right. That's I right. put my playlist in and I transferred it to BeatSource. And not every single track uh, transferred over, but a lot of them did. And then I went back to Serato. I clicked streaming services on off real quick because that's yep. the little hack I figured out right. to make it pop up. Refresh. That's right. That's right. And uh, it refreshed it. I came back. My little playlist that I made like dope new shit or whatever today pops up. And I got like 46 songs that had just come out that night all in my Serato, fully keyed out, beat gridded uh, tempo. And then I was DJing with them by the time and they'd just come out like it's so crazy you know yeah, so yeah. 
And I could share that playlist. I could send that to you and you could be like, yo, I'm going to drop a couple of these tracks in my set tonight. You know, I didn't know about these. Yo, but also on top of it, you know, there've been so many times I've been, you know, and this happens for all of us. Like, so it's nothing brand new, right? But you're in a spot, you're playing, you're doing your thing. Some new song comes out, like you're saying, you're like, if someone's like, yo, you got the new such and such. Yeah. You're like, uh, nah. And then you're like, okay, how do I get it? So now you got to like get online and you have to like go to iTunes and then hope it's there. And then you got to download the song and you got to like put it in the Serato and like too many steps, right? Yeah. You got BeatSource open. You literally just press the BeatSource symbol under the search. You search the song. It literally searches it and you're playing it in seconds. Like it's just that easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, access is, is everything, right? And being able to be very quick on your feet is also everything as well especially when like you're in those situations where you know and grants again when i know we're not in the club and we're not out in the world like that or whatever but you know there are those times where it's like yo such and such artists came in the door we need to be able to play like five songs right away go and then you're like oh wait i don't have their music wait let me go to beat source oh wait i got the whole catalog boom yeah you're rocking them. you're dropping them left and right right like it's yeah. all right there for you it's super super convenient it's so true and, i can actually think of a one time it would have saved my life because i remember playing i was at one oak in new york yeah and i'm djing and i mean it's kind of well known that buster rhymes will just come into these clubs all the time with the usb or he'll just come in and just want you to play songs right. right and he was in there and i remember he had this usb stick and it was like that that song girlfriend or something at the right, time he had right, just come right. out right. play it play play that song play it like 700 times in a row you know some <laughs> something was happening i don't know it was very chaotic but right. i just remember that they were like uh somebody oh i think it may have been like sujit from scam artists or someone was like sure. there and just kept saying yo play uh play the buster song uh you know, give it, baby, if you give it to me, I'll give right, it to right, you, right. you know? So I'm like, do I even have that in my Serato? So I'm like, okay, I'm searching. And Buster Rhymes, like, has arm around me. You know what I mean? It's, like, very, like, high pressure. It's, like, 3.30 right, right, right. in the morning. Like, everyone's been drinking. So I'm like, all right, here we go. Let me let me get this together. And I search it. And the only thing that comes up is the Jay Espinosa short edit. And so I'm like, okay, I hate short edits. But I'm like whatever he's not gonna rap more than the first verse i'll just play it i'll do the first verse he'll do it and then i'll cut it off go to the next we'll be good no one will know so i'm like boom put on the song starts out plays plays the chorus he's like singing over the chorus and jay espinoza if you're listening why'd you do this but (laughs) shout out i'm gonna have to get him on and find out that's the guy that's the guy one of the best one of the greatest such a huge fan love him indeed but this is burned (laughs) in my mind because his name says jay espinoza short edit the chorus plays and then right before his verse comes in it's just an explosion and it ends oh (laughs) man and so it goes give it to me i give it to you and then he looks at me and he's like why you didn't play the verse and i was like <laughs> uh hold on and then i'm like yo what's happening he's like play the verse and i was like no i'm just figuring it out and I was like, i'm like sweating i'm like yo and so if i would have had beat source or some kind of there streaming thing i would have just searched it boom right. played the song in my life right. so i that ended up being the worst thing they were all like why'd you do that and i'm like I ended up having to just, I put his girlfriend's song back on and he just played that and it was fine. That's one of those DJ moments of just pure Absolutely. embarrassment. 
but uh yeah so so that's somewhere where it would come in handy and um and something i've noticed um I guess this is a this is a question that I saw people were asking me online, yeah. and I know this is just the first iteration and the first version. And this is what I tell people because people are like, "What's up with this?" and and this isn't perfect, and this is that. And I'm like, "Look, have you ever tried the first version of anything? Like, right, right. You use it, you figure out stuff, and you give suggestions, and things are figured out. And so um, there's things that I noticed that could make stuff easier. And something I was uh, wondering about was the searching. Um, it can get a little bit convoluted, I guess, when you're looking within Serato, um, trying to find the song. Are there, is there any like plans in the future to be able to, um, filter your results at all Mm -hmm. or something like, uh, I know that's probably way harder than anything I even understand of how to do, you know, it's amazing that we can even search for a song streaming in there. But, um, is that something that's being worked on i know people asked me so what i will say is that there there is a lot of work being done on the library on the library um, okay i don't know when exactly that's going to happen but um this is a kind of one of those things where it's like oh it's kind of cool that you work at a company because you get some of those insider things that other people might not get yeah. um one thing i will say is before i go any further please know that like there's a incredible team of developers and coders and testers and all the rest of that at Serato HQ in New Zealand that like work tirelessly to make sure that this software stays running. So, you know, and they, and, and people that listen for suggestions as well, both on the product side, but then also on the marketing side, um, you know, the CEO, uh, you know, everybody. Right. So huge shout to them, like give, you know, give them the props they deserve. Everybody likes to say this and that these people are giving you a career. Okay. So appreciate that. Yeah, no, no. And they, they really do listen. Cause I, there are even things that I've said like, Oh, you should think about this. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's a really good idea. And then all of a sudden like things start getting worked on and not to say like, I'm like giving the best things in the world. Like there are plenty of other people who've, you know, asked for things that have actually showed up into the program. Right. Yeah. Um, but there, there is a lot of work being done on the library. So my hope is that sometime in the near future, that will be something that ends up being a great thing where they can kind of filter the results a little bit easier and yeah. such. Um, but what I will say is that, you know, for the most part, you know, when I've dug through the site to try to find stuff, it's come up pretty quickly, right? Like yeah. I haven't had to really, unless I spelled a name wrong or did some like craziness or whatever, like it usually pops up pretty quick. So I haven't had that many, you know, issues myself. Um, but again, I'm not everybody, right? And it's always yeah. good to be able to hear what those suggestions are. Um, you know, if you have them, you know, please send them through, send them over to whatever the info at beat sources or yeah. you know, such, you know, that, you know, we can start to work on those things because like you said, this is just a, the beginning of it. Like we yeah. literally just launched like, two days ago or how right days ago was, exactly right? Like, that's what i'm telling people i'm like this is look at the positive and exciting side there's so much yeah. amazing stuff and potential yeah. and, and if more. you notice things let me know because people have pointed out little things to me i didn't even think about and then i said sure. things that people didn't think about and i found hacks to it you know where people are like you got to quit the program I'm like no turn this on and off and you know you can hit me directly people out there uh and i can show you the stuff that i've even learned in the past week um because also when i had a problem searching in serato i figured out i could search on beat source the site right. then add it directly in That's and right. it would be there which helped That's me right. too and same with the organization like i put together a, a set of 10 songs that i thought were dope and okay. they went in an order and then i messed up and i couldn't uh and i was like oh this one should go after this one and i couldn't change it in serato itself even though okay. i had built 
the crate in Serato. I built the beat source crate in Serato by dragging, but I couldn't adjust them. And then I realized I had to go on the website and that's where I could go through and adjust the editing of the order, you know? Um, So I'm just learning as I go. Um, But it's pretty amazing to have that. And, and, and like you said, I mean, when you're just starting out as a DJ, because I was trying to think of like who would benefit from the BeatSource link stuff. And I think that when you're starting out as a DJ, exactly. What are you going to do? Take $30, $50 and go buy this many MP3s? Or are you going to join a, rec- a DJ pool and only have access to the new music and right. only be able to download 100 tracks and you want the clean? Or do something like BeatSource where basically you have access to 9, 10 million songs from Motown and blues to stuff, like I said, that came out last night and that I already That's have right. a playlist of, you know, That's which right. is kind of dope. And acapellas like... Oh, like man. you said, I've been it. on, I've been DJing on Serato since t- at least 2005. Like yeah. I, when I look in my library, it's like, you know, 2005, June is the first dates in there. And right, right. I mean, I was recording my vinyl for a good, I don't know, three to five years straight. I think like every time I had free time. So a lot of my acapellas and instrumentals and everything sound horrible. I didn't realize at the time I was recording it off vinyl and yes, it's warmer sound, but I didn't know what I was doing. It just, you could hear the crackling and, mm-hmm. and it's tinny, some of the acapellas. So then I refound them on the streaming sites and on BeatSource. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I have the perfect yep. quality, you know, and then the people at BeatSource have built these old school acapellas, new school, you know, pop. So yep, that, that's, yep. that's pretty dope too. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a gem right there. Yeah, I love it. Um, and, I, you know, like you said, so many exciting things with Serato where, yes, we have Serato DJ, but um, Serato Studio and oh, Serato Sample and all these things yep. have come into play that, um, and also I think a lot of DJs use Ableton. Ableton has become a real... Um, you know, depends how deep you are in the game, but a real additional, uh, I guess, piece of equipment or, or software that that a lot of good DJs use. And so I think that now Serato Studio is something like that too, right? That's like a yep. very, I think something good about it is that it just it's uh plays to your workflow it helps your workflow like really fast if you have an idea you can just make it happen in serato studio and then you can yep. integrate it with ableton or serato very easily too right that's right that's right yeah the yeah studio is is incredible in fact i was before we got on here to start talking um i was just here in the studio just working on a little idea and it literally just started flowing like yeah. that quick and i was like oh man this is incredible like i found a song in my DJ library. There's a part of it I wanted to chop up and sample. I threw it into a, a sample deck, did the chop real quick. It automatically put it into the BPM and the key, set it up. And then when I started adding in other samples, those samples automatically synced up automatically, BPM and key. Didn't have to do anything to like make them work. It just kind of worked automatically. Threw a cappella on top, and I was like, yo, it sounds dope. But I was like, oh, wait, what if I want to change the key? And I literally just changed the key of the whole session, and everything changed at the same time. Like, I didn't have to do anything but literally press a, a click. And it was like, oh my God, that sounds even better. And then I slowed it down to a different tempo and it got a little more moodier. Like, it's just, it's such a vibe. I didn't even know you could actually do, I knew, I, I've used it and I know some of it, but damn, I need to get deeper into it. I didn't know you oh, could just man. flip the key like that. And Absolutely, uh, yeah. You, it's, and is it easy to put a whole acapella in over 
like a yes. beat or an edit you just made? I, I do it all the time. So, so studio works in, in two different ways. You can use it as like kind of a production tool, right? Uh -huh. But you can also use it as a DJ edit tool. And actually when you open it up, the first time it's going to ask you, do you want to make a DJ edit or do you want to make a new beat? Right? right. So you can kind of figure out which lane you want to go in. Uh, both of them are very easy to use, but on the, um, on the DJ edit side of things, it's like super, super fast. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, you're able to basically beat grid the songs in seconds. It has this actually this, uh, kind of dynamic beat grid set up. So if you're using tracks that are, um, not necessarily on a, um, on a on a grid or you know by kind of click on the metronome then it kind of dynamically sets the grid so it keeps it in time with the bpm and oh, kind of wow. stretches and contracts it to make it work and fit which is like amazing so like a lot of funk soul disco tracks that you want to kind of blap up and make kind of you know kind of more modern and new you can flip those in seconds i've literally you know in kind of lessons you know with people like hey you want to take the song and flip it like seconds like oh wait you just took that james brown joint and this made it sound like some like you know 2000 21 like future wow so black that's funny because joint. i'm so used to ableton that i still just as a you know instinct will just drag it in there but it's kind of like you run into a lot of problems still with um trying to warp old funk songs in ableton and getting about a third of the way through and then you're like oh it's all off it's different i gotta re-chop and re, yeah. re warp this part Studio so you're saying but when you're playing in serato and it's on it'll stay on um so you're saying that it uses that same technology in the it's actually almost even better to a degree wow. um, because of the, the the grids are, are dynamic and there's actually a little hack um this is a little one for for those out there um so some people are take because so when you open up serato studio you have access to your whole dj library right yeah. so everything shows up all your crates everything is there which is super dope um some people are analyzing their whole library inside of serato studio those grids show up because it share the same library it shows up inside of serato dj so if you are going to have a bunch of songs that are like you know funk disco soul whatever the case may be they're a little bit off grid it automatically does that dynamic kind of beat grid setting for you. Oh. And then those things will lock in when you're, when you're DJing. It's the same beat grids on both of the sides. You'll see the grids both in studio. And then when you open up in, in DJ, again, those same grids that are there. Um, so oh, so wait, why does, studio, why does studio grid it out? Diff does it do it something different? It's, it's, a, it's an improvement on, on, on the gridding. Oh yeah, wow. yeah. So like these again, like you know, when I say that there are people that are at Serato like tirelessly working <laughs> to make sure that these products work, like this is one of those things where like they tirelessly worked. Um, I I know the people. I talk to them all the time. Yeah. Right? they're like, yeah, like we've been working really hard on this, but it actually works and it's dope. And, like, Crazy. Oh, I, I'm gonna do that. I want to take a little folder and test it out, like of ones that maybe I had problems with, and then re. Uh, analyze yeah, yeah. Them. If you have any issues, just hit me up and I'll walk you through it. Like it's it's super easy. Like when I did it the first time, I was like, oh wait, this is crazy. Like I can't believe this is like locked in. And the next thing you know, I was like, I started just doing more and more and more, and just started happening super quick and easy. So wow. Um, but yeah, on the on the DJ edit side of things, like studio super fast. Like I've made so many quick 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 story. Um, last year December, yeah, right before the world got crazy. Um, yeah. I DJed uh, a party called Soul in the Horn, 
here mm-hmm. in the city that Natasha Diggs does uh, her and D Prosper do yeah, every love week. It. I love it. I've York. seen it online and to be able to watch it on uh I mean I'd seen flyers for it in real yeah, for yeah. real life parties of it. So to be able to watch it online has been the best. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, She's amazing. Party, She's like um, magical human. <laughs> Just <laughs> if the music is like every part of her from that's right. clothing that's right. to her everything, the whole that's right. aura. It's the best. Yeah, big shout out to Natasha Diggs. Absolutely. She's amazing. Um, but yeah, hands down, one of the best parties in the city. Um, I usually do it once a year, um, you know, amongst the other people they have coming and do it. Yeah. Um, and so it was me, Natasha, and DJ Scratch playing wow. that night. And so I was like, damn, okay, I'm playing against like some real like heavy, you know, people here. I yep. need to make sure like I'm doing something slightly different. So I literally that day of the party ran home, got in the studio, opened up Serato studio had about like 20 different funk soul disco tracks that i wanted to kind of like kick clap out kind of like you know blap them up a little bit um up the tempo a little bit so they're more in the kind of dance range instead of them being like you know in like the 90s or early 100s put them in like the 120 thing so i literally threw them into studio it automatically gridded them out like instantly so everything was locked in right added in some kicks some claps from the library a little compression, little EQ, and so on and so forth. Exported them out. Did twenty of them in like about an hour and change, right? Super wow. fast. I'm a, I'm definitely gonna do this, <laughs> right? And and, and I, I haven't been doing that. This, that's oh crazy. man, it's incredible, right? And I wasn't trying to like do full on remix work. I was just trying to like up enhance these right. tracks that everybody knows, right? Yeah. So you know, gets to my set, it's like two thirty or something in the morning. Like crowds still there. I'm like, I gotta keep them. So I start dropping joints and I start dropping the the, the mixes that I'm doing. And they're working. So I'm like, okay, bet. Let me just keep on, you know, doing the thing. And so at the end of the set, um, Natasha and Scratch were like, yo, you know, where'd you get those remixes from? I was like, oh, I just made them today in Serato Studio. They were like, oh, man. I was like, yeah, I've been telling y'all, like, studio is the truth. Like, I need to get on it, you know, get with it. So, um, of which, you know, they're, they're starting to work with it now. Um, wow, but it was the fact dope. that it was that easy for me to make 20 different edits, kick yeah. clap edits, literally hours before i got to the gig and then play them and then see the dance floor move to them like that was an amazing feeling to know that i can make that happen so you know the technology is is totally there for us to be able to use it and be creative you know what i mean it's just really how you decide to use it yeah that's so dope oh man that's inspir that's inspirational i want to go mess with it like right after this and just try oh, a couple ideas i have yeah what about just on some like DJ nerd stuff, but what about like stems? Is it good with stems or is that still something to drag into live? Yeah. So, so there, um, there are audio tracks, um, that are in the program. Uh-huh. Um, generally if your stems kind of are, um, are from beginning to end, right. Kind of yeah. through, then everything generally locks in and is, is pretty much good to go. Right. Um, you know, if something is off, and again, you can go in and fix the beat grid. You can move really it. Easily, and then kind of get a set and, and be good to go. So the audio tracks is a definitely a dope feature um, in the program. You can easily kind of get in and start doing some work. But again, the, the thing that I think is, is really dope is that once all those beat grids are set, you know, you change the BPM, everything changes. You change the key. You're like, oh, you know, this isn't like A minor, but I want it to be in like, you know, another key. Yeah f minor or you want it to be in whatever blah blah like literally just like click 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 and then you're there and it's like oh wait this is crazy a whole different vibe now let me throw that Buster Rhymes acapella on top of this <laughs> yeah and make it something brand new so when I get to the club I can drop something a little bit different when he walks in the door he's like yo who did that it's like yeah I made that today Serato Studio right like it's that kind of thing uh, that can happen with the program it's super dope yeah and do you use it with Ableton Live uh, like 
together ever or it doesn't even sound like you need to for those kind of things no you, well technically you can't uh in the sense that it studio is a standalone program right so um, serato sample is the thing that you would use in studio in as a vst or some type that's of plugin. right that's right yeah. that's right and samples though we got a bunch of new updates in it uh 32 pads uh new glide feature that's been added into it which is pretty dope oh dope uh, this velocity uh, now added on to the pads. A um, couple other things that happened. So yeah, Studio is. Uh, oh, sorry, Sample. Part me is super, super dope. I use it all the time. Um, yeah. Still, still go to when I'm in Logic or Ableton. Yeah, um, I love it. I'll use it with um, the you know Ableton push and stuff that's like right. that. That's right. That's right. That's right. But with um, with Studio, what's great about it because the workflow is so fast, you can export the stems of what you make inside a Studio. And then drop them into Ableton if you want to continue to kind of get the workflow going on, right? So, oh, like if you have things that you know how to do in Ableton or you want to do right. or that you're used to in there, then you're that's like, right. okay, I be, the idea has been fleshed out to the point where now I'm going to move it to here. That's right. That's right. And, and oftentimes, I mean, and, and, you know, granted, everybody has their particular workflow and their particular DAW and so on and so yeah. forth. And that's so respected. But I've seen a lot of times where people start an idea out in, um, in studio and because yeah. it's working so fast it would have taken like you know maybe a couple more steps in ableton to do those things where they do them inside a studio so by the time they get to ableton they can work faster right yeah. so um you know it, it can be a great companion piece right? right companion software to whatever else you're using but you can also comp complete stuff in there as well yeah you know what i mean because it takes no, i can already think of stuff that. that i want to do because i was trying to do this i got a bunch of stems and i was messing with them and like this hollow notes one and yeah. it was like i had like a pretty good edit remix thing sounding good in ableton but it was starting to get tough with it and so i'm thinking oh i think if i redo it and put it in there i might be able to do something yeah, i'm gonna try yeah. after this absolutely <laughs> i'm excited um dope well um i guess one more thing uh about serato uh and something we discussed a little bit was the library but um, something that seems to be very popular on this show is talking about music organization because yeah. I think it's something that's never been fully solved. There's no book that's been written on it that's like, <laughs> this is what you do. Everyone has their own method. So I, what I like doing is sort of hearing any little hacks or tips or some or your method and then people can take what they want out of it like dj excel had a great method his episode i mean everyone was like i love that i'm doing it during quarantine i'm doing the excel method you know and then right. everybody has their own ways um uh, but his method is no crates you know what i mean so for me it's mm. not really working and i love parts of it um do you have any tips or hacks for serato music organization yeah, so that's a very, very good question. Um, my library is organized, but it's slightly all over the place at the same time, if that right. makes any sense. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I see people who have immaculate libraries. Like my boy, uh, Sonny James, uh, works for Sor at Serato on the West yeah. Coast. His library is disgustingly just like organized to the T. Like, I'm like, dude, like I can never be on your level. You're so, so good at this. And he's an incredible DJ on top of it. I was going to say, I believe it too, because when you watch him DJ, he can like execute anything yeah. so dope, like right away. It's like, how's he doing this? And yeah, yeah. he's because you're right. He's so organized. He could, he's just like, I've been practicing my cuts or whatever. Yep. He, yep. he is yeah, an amazing crazy. DJ. I really want to get him on this show too. Yeah. He's, he's one of my favorites. Like I tell him that like every time I see him play, I'm like, yo, dude, you know, like you're, you're on my top. Like, 
without question big shout out so to good James, and it, it's been great to see him i love seeing all the djs online like i'm like oh i get to watch sunny james boom turn my phone right. on <laughs> headphones right, exactly. on and i'm like we're there with him like oh he's playing a video like his sunny's playhouse the yep. whole theme he's that's done. right that's I right love it. No, I love he's it. killing it um my library so to give just a little background on it i have a master hard drive at home it's like four terabyte hard drive okay um you know i'm downloading music from all different sources and places uh including dj city big up to the whole dj city fam yeah um you know link them with the beat source fam and all that That's um, right. <clears throat> so actually before covid what i would generally do is i would download a bunch of music um i'm a member of dj city so i would download stuff you know a lot of times from there remixes yeah. and you know, different edits and so on and so uh -huh. forth all that stuff and put it into a folder or a playlist inside of um, uh, iTunes and name the date, you know, so I know kind of like what's happening, you know, during that, you know, that time period. And then I would take that music and copy it onto a, um, an SD card. So I have, so I have a 2015 computer that has an SD card slot in it, right? Yeah. So I would copy that music outside of um, iTunes, going to my SD card. So it completely separates itunes from uh from the sd card right like okay. the two different things on the sd card that music would basically be in a folder that would be named that date so it's like new itunes you know 9 16 2020 whatever the case yeah. may be right then i make that folder turn into a crate inside of serato i literally just drag it from the sd card directly into serato and now it makes it as a crate and it's organized that way right um i'm very particular because of two things one because i know i don't need every song in the world like it's just not necessary right like i dig through find the songs that i need songs that i know i'm going to play and then i have them ready and they're organized uh yeah. also two because before i was going out with like a two terabyte hard drive like external hard drive connected to my computer to play wow and this is years ago actually kind of going back gosh this is almost eight years ago maybe or so um when q-tip was doing his offline party yeah uh with giant stuff so i got uh asked to to do the party a couple of times so first time i did it killed it like yeah okay word killed it like this is dope like i hope they ask me back again and then i got asked again i was like okay bet my hard drive was like dying at the time of the second party right but i didn't have time to like buy a new hard drive second you know of course two terabytes of music over blah blah it's like okay i'm just gonna get to the gig and hope this all works <laughs> get to the gig i'm in the booth tips there like i'm trying to get my serato opening up and my library won't load because the hard drive's dying oh god and i'm like and i'm like i got two terabytes of music trying to like load up and it won't do it because it's acting up and being crazy and like i was like looking kind of crazy and he's looking at me and i'm looking at him and i'm looking at the crowd i'm like ah oh, god. eventually it shows up i get on i play i do my thing but it was just like really frustrating for the fact that like you know i had to try to load up all this music when i knew i was going to play like 30 songs i, I don't need two terabytes hard drive for 30 songs right? right so once i got the sd card the sd card holds 256 gigs of space so i can only have but so much so that forced me to be like you know what i don't need that b-side um you know uh whatever song from yeah, whatever yeah, album of course right like shout out to wu-tang but i don't need the you god like you know <laughs> third song on the album yes joint right like this is not gonna happen right right don't need it 
So then it's like, okay, cool. What's the joints that I know are going to hit? What are my favorites? What are things that I know people are going to ask for? What are a couple of little things I can throw in as like little gems that people might not know, but they still kind of work in the dance floor, so on and so forth. Um, and from there, that kind of became my method. And then it's a matter of then like kind of going back through those crates and saying, okay, now it's been like a year or two. Am I still playing the song? If I don't, that's deleted. And it's gone. It's still on my iTunes. I still have it if I need to go get it back. But in terms of what's on my computer, it's not there anymore. I can easily just go back and edit it on the computer and I'm good to go. So that's, that's my method. People do however they do. And, you know, it's, it's all right. good. Um, again, there's some library work being done uh, for Serato. Um, you know, again, I can't tell you when it's going to happen, but I've seen some stuff and it's definitely going to make the workflow even better once that, sh- that comes up. So, like, uh, what, just hold can tight. you tell us like what it is or you have to I wait? Can't, I, can't, yeah. I can't divulge too I much right now because there's also things that are changing as well, right? So, like, the, from what I saw, I know there's stuff that's been changing and so on and so forth. But yeah. th- what I will say is that because this is such a, a huge thing, like, we're very, taking it very serious. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed you know, soon enough, you'll see those improvements come out. Um, the, and, and that's, again, kind of reiterating again, like we really do listen to folks, like all the things that have been added into the program now is because we've listened to people. Like yeah. prime, prime example is the, um, the day mode. Oh, yeah. Right. With the inverting of the screen. Right. Like people were asking for that for like such, such a long time. Um, and you know, there was some programming things that had to get figured out for that to happen. Um, right. And so once that came in, everybody was like, yo, you just saved my day. Like I'm doing my summer parties and I can see in the sunlight. <laughs> I know like, we used to have to figure out the inverting and that's alt, right, that's this, right. that, all these things. That's right. You don't have to do that anymore. It's like literally in the program. You press the I button, know. I love it. Inverts, so much like better. it's there, right? Like we, we, we are listening to people, um, uh, with our question and we want to make sure that, you know, our software remains the best in, in the world. So, um, yeah, soon, soon come hold tight that's dope and wait just to be clear you download all the music you want you put it on that hard drive and you open it into your itunes that's from right. that heart while that hard drive's attached yep but two questions um do you when you open serato do you let it read itunes no okay it was, so you have that I, turned I, off I should, I should clarify i have i have my home studio computer that has that hard drive with everything on it oh, and then okay. i have my dj computer which is separate right and, and that, that dj ha- computer does that deal with itunes at all no doesn't touch it so strictly and then so when you put in that sd card yep. um and you make it a crate if you don't have the sd card in when you go to the gig you can't play that music like it's not going onto your computer no no it's, it's it lives on the sd card but my sd card lives flush on the computer it doesn't stick out Right, oh. so it, like you literally don't even see it because it literally like it when I clicks put it in, in, it clicks in. I get it, and it's complete flush on it, so I don't have to worry about taking it out. It's I almost like it. so. It's not it, like uh, having the external. Oh, I'm gonna knock right. it off or fall out. That's why That's you feel right. comfortable with it, and you don't have any. You don't play any music off your hard drive. Uh, rarely, like oh. unless I just like somehow someone gave me a song and I just had it on my laptop or right. on the desktop or whatever. But everything's on the SD card. Interesting. And then you can yeah. back up the SD card if something right. happened or something. That's right. Okay. See, that's a whole new thing. Everyone has their own thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, you know, it works for me. Like for other people, maybe not. But you know, for me, and and, and note that again, I, I'm on an older computer. I'm on a 2015. Right. Computer, right. So it allows me to still take access. Newer computers, 2019 through 2020, MacBook right. Pros don't have SD card slots anymore, which I'm still kind of pissed about. But, you know, I understand technology, right? So yeah, was, my new computer has nothing on it. I'm like, what? You know, yeah. I had to get this, like, um, 
adapter or whatever you know dongle or whatever they right, call it right, but, right. and it's kind of dope it has everything it has two different size sd cards i got my ethernet plugged into it right now yep, yep, and all that right, so it's right. cool but man if this thing broke and i'm somewhere you know like i went to atlantic <laughs> city and i left it there and i got back to la and i was like oh you know and then so i had right. to buy a whole new uh, they had to ship it to me it's like a whole thing so that's the only right. bad part about the external stuff um that's uh that's interesting though um yeah i mean i have so many crates in my thing and something actually people were writing me for this and stuff is um and you maybe you can pass this along to the serato uh engineers or if this is already in progress so, so like you said i've been on serato forever over 15 yeah. years to the point where I have so many crates. I want to be able to search my crates. You know, like I I know know that I did a party at Sundance Film Festival and Rashida Jones was there and it was like, you know, and I named the crate like Sundance Rashida Jones dope hip hop or something because I remember she wanted all this music and then I want to know what I did in that set and I can't find it like. Or when I'm on the spot, like if I'm doing a party for young kids and I remember, oh, I did this before. I got that set I did. Even if That's I don't right. want to copy the set, I want to be able to search it. And the only way I figured out how to do it was to like go on the back end, search my hard drive, type the word crate, find out where it was, and then do all mm-hmm. these long things. So that's something I think would be beneficial. Uh, being able to just him. search your crates within Serato. I mean, maybe I'm just a crate hoarder and so it's only my problem, but... No, no. There's plenty of people who have... I mean, I've... The the great thing about this job is, you know, when people come by, like, I get a chance to kind of look into their mind a little bit. Yeah. See their whole setup inside of Serato. It's like, oh, yeah. you think in a very interesting way, right? Um, and I, some people, like, literally just, like, it's just continual, 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 continual. I know. Crate, right? Going down. <laughs> which is crazy. Um, but again, everybody thinks in a different way. Right. Um, yeah. and I even know for myself, like I try to like make a limit to how many crates that I have, but you know, I, I know how that can benefit somebody being able to search, you know, like you're saying through the crates and such. So just on um, the fly, not, just to be like, yep. Oh yeah. Cause that, that yep. was happening to me. I'm like, Oh, I remember I did this party and it was for, like you said, a corporate gig and they wanted this kind of music and it has all my clean songs. Like that would make yep. my life so much easier just to have That's that right. on deck. And then I can use what my other preparation. But. Yeah. The, the one thing I will say, though, is this, is um, a thing that some people don't take advantage of um, is smart crates. Right. Like, I, it still amazes me to this day that like, I'll show people smart crates. Like, yo, that was in Serato the whole time? I'm like, yeah, it's like crate, smart crate, like right yeah, there. I know. <laughs> I, I never knew what that did. It's like, yeah, like you can be super organized if you just you know, kind of tag your music yeah. in the right way. And I love smart- it, especially for like acapellas. Because yep. I even, I download so many things and there's some sites that write the word acapella as A-C-C-A for some reason. Right. And other ones that do A-C-A and other ones that do the whole word. And I ended up just making a smart crate where I put every single way you could type acapella. <laughs> so now I know that every acapella on my computer is in that crate that's right no matter what and it doesn't ha- i don't have to search oh acca that's why i'm not finding it and same with right. instrumental i put inst i you know all the different yep, yep, iterations yep. and then i have those ready to go and i did it for my um what's it called uh mixed in key type things yep, and, yep, that's right and then and then if you're very good with your organization and tagging then you can do it for anything you know that's right um, 
I've been trying to get better and better at my, my genre tags are starting to go crazy. And I realized I'm just going to put all the words to categorize this song in there. I don't care if it's like 20 words in a genre tag. And then I can make my smart crates around there, you know, like feel good dance vibes. And it doesn't have to be like house music or something. Well, it's, it's interesting too. Like I, there was a DJ, I can't remember her name right now. Um, she's from Philly. She came by the studio about a year ago and she had a really interesting way of organizing her library. And I think if, if I'm correct, it was by numbers. So one, two, three, maybe four, five. Oh, right? wow. So in the comments, she would have, and she would organize, I think, everything by comments, if I'm correct. And I could be wrong if I'm saying this the wrong way. Forgive me if you're out there and you're hearing this. But <laughs> Well, um, we didn't say her name, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, and she's dope. So give, give her props on that. Dope DJ from Philly. Mysterious. Mysterious DJ from <laughs> <us> Philly. Up. <laughs> what up, though? Um, so one, two, three, four, five. And that, those are basically by energy. Right. So if she right. just typed in one in the search, like everything that was like high yeah. energy just popped up. I love that though. I, I tried doing that by color and then I yeah, failed yeah, yeah. after because I was like, I'm gonna put all red will be like hype no matter the genre. Right, Blue right. will be like chill, mid tempo, you know, green is right. like chill, but then I fell apart. It was too much stuff to do for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look look, library management. But that's great, was, I think. Yeah, no, it was for her it was dope. And when she kind of showed me when she was mixing and playing, I was just like, yo, like I get it. That's a really, you know, really interesting. Again, I got a chance to like to see into her brain a little bit and like how she thinks and you know, you know, sees yeah. music and such, which is, you know, pretty amazing. Um, but uh, you know, everybody has their their, their certain ways of doing it. Um you know, yeah. for me, like, even though I have crates and I'm organized, I'm always thinking about songs in my head, like titles and artists and sounds. Yeah. Right? And where can I go really quickly? So my brain's constantly just like, okay, okay, boom. Like, I'm kind of moving really fast. My brain's moving like five songs ahead, 10 songs ahead. Yeah. Kind of me too but then that makes me forget like because i'm four songs ahead and then i forgot the first song i was even gonna do and then i'm like oh what's happening that's why i love yeah. the pre- prepare crate oh, prepare windows yeah apple p is the ultimate apple p and apple z will be your lifesavers yeah, in Serato. Learn, learn them and use them oh my god apple z is the ultimate if you load the wrong track you're like go back yep real quick real quick um that's amazing all right we got so much into there i want to um talk about some of the stuff like we said you're a really dope dj producer engineer (laughs) you add so much to the culture in so many ways and i just want to shine a light on that as well because we appreciate all the work you do with serato and all the stuff you're helping beat source and your opinions and and info but i want people to know about that um you have a uh, you're part of a long running party, a New York party called Afrokinetic, right? That's right. That's right. And you guys, um, and another party called I Love Vinyl, right? Yeah, now now defunct, but we were rocking for close to ten years. In, okay, in, uh, in the city, uh, yeah. And the Afrokinetic party has made a pretty uh, good transition into the digital space on Twitch, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we were uh, for a while about four four and a half years uh our last res- residency was at labane at the standard hotel oh, i um, love that place and uh yeah incredible sound system great staff like oh my god so cool. crowd the whole situation yeah great um, crowd and they have that like that rooftop and then that's the, right 
It's definitely weird to be inside of a club that's very humid, but like there's well, a, for yeah. people that don't know that isn't that the place with like a hot tub inside with or something? The hot tub, that's right, with the pool. So inside, it's like yeah. you walk in and it's like you just walked into like the locker room at like the YMCA, or <laughs> like <laughs> a the very, smell, a very, the feeling. Very nice YMCA. <laughs> yeah, ve- no, I mean it's super Luxurious. dope, but the just the feeling of the air, you're like, what is going yeah. on? But it, then it makes it even doper when you walk around and then you get to that rooftop. I went to yep. um. DJ MoMA and Ellie Escobar right. uh, do dance, dance, the, the dance, 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 dance. That's right. on Wednesdays. That's right. Shout out to them. Oh my God. That was the best. I stayed there so late and then just was back in my hotel room um, and it, like going through like, what did my Shazam pick up? And then right, right, I went right. from there down a rabbit hole of like, oh, this is connected to this. And like, I learned so much just that night alone and just yep. the vibe of the crowd and their DJing. And so it's just a really magical place, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we've been luckily been able to move everything over like everybody else over to Twitch. Uh, so we're on Sundays, nice. uh, 5 p.m. EST uh, to about 9 p.m. Uh, okay. EST. Um, myself, uh, my partner, Chris Annabelle, um, our good friend, Leah, uh, who's in the chat with us. Um, okay. We play a lot of Afro House, Deep House, Soulful House um, stuff kind of across the kind of diaspora um for 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 dance music um but i also throw in you know and we also throw in uh you know some hip-hop funk soul like we basically kind of look at um the drum as like the connector between different genres but it all kind of leads into kind of like soulful deep afro house um so you know we'll take a little journey sometimes and go through some like disco funk soul to be able to get to house music to kind of tell a, a, a good story so um right. Yeah, we we uh we're having fun with it. It's it's been good. We just got our green screen set up, so we're about to start getting that popping and nice. that you know our visuals on point and um, you know our our thing. I think probably the most is that we we understand that music is healing, um, and we really want to bring a, a a healing vibe to to the world through the music. So um you know we try to be really conscious about what we're playing like the energy like where it's taking people so on and so forth um yeah it's just super important we've, and we've always felt that way you know what i mean it's never been just like oh now COVID's here so like you know we got to just be super conscious it's like nah like we were thinking like this and playing like this way beforehand but it's also music healing through partying right yeah. so it's not just like oh like we're all somber and da, 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 you know we need to get healed right it's like no like you can have fun and heal yourself at the same time you know what i mean and heal others like the music the energy the vibrations um you know it brings that you know to where yeah. you can be happy and be healed you know you know through that so um yeah we're having fun with it it's, it's dope we're not going anywhere anytime soon you know when clubs open back up in whatever form or fashion we'll still be on twitch Ideally on Sundays, 5 p.m. EST, you know, yeah. uh, twitch.tv forward slash Afrokinetic. The name of the show is uh, AFK International. And uh, yeah, we're having fun with it. It's pretty dope. dope. Yeah, I love it. And like you said, the the sets are very diverse, uh, I guess, if you're trying to classify the genre, but they're very cohesive in the vibe and the the way you said it. The drum is connecting everything. It's all the music is very well connected and obviously well mixed by you guys but and put together and presented but um it was cool to listen to like hear all that different stuff you know real good vibe and the cool thing about twitch and i think live streaming is the connection you have with the people is that it's not so one or two dimensional like twitter or instagram where you're like we're gonna talk about 
uh, Black Lives Matter, and it's very serious. Like on your stream, you guys start out with the that dope graphic of the Black Lives Matter, like the streets, yeah. and then the, you have that cool thing where they're going into each other. So yeah. we can discuss real life issues and, and, and real things that everyone needs to be talking about but then mix it with dope music and then you're also still lighthearted making jokes but then also talking about serious things and reminding people of things that need to be continued to be talked about and obviously Absolutely. worked on and i just love that like that you can really get people's personality through twitch and i feel like your guys channel does that very well and sends so many positive messages and feelings and like you said actually um a sort of healing through digital you know the internet which is so <laughs> cool i mean because i've had people even saying like how do you get your mind right during this time and i'm like it's funny because if you get so stuck in the music business part of it yes you're going to be going crazy right now and you're going right, to feel horrible right. but if you get stuck in the music music part of it it can really change your mind state and and yep release things for you you know so yeah I yeah i mean look some important. some of those sets on sundays have been like some of the most like it's a crazy time in the world right like yeah it's insane. everybody in some form or fashion right um everybody i'm healthy i'm well i'm blessed like i thank god every day for everything that i have but yep. you know it's still you turn on the news you walk outside there's like protests and you see yeah. cops beating people and right like i literally saw all that happened during all the george floyd like literally cops beating people and pepper spraying them and i'm like yo what kind of world are we living in right now right right um but some of those sets that we've been able to do where it's just like yo like that music just literally like took me somewhere else away from all this craziness and it made me realize like oh wait life is here to be lived like we're actually here to be in support of each other um you know yes. and make sure that you know whatever thing that i have that i can give to you that's going to help you out like let that come through the music let that yeah. bit of, you know make your, your life a little bit better um so yeah you know it's 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 dope um like i said we're having a fun time we're planning on you know we're not stopping anytime soon we're gonna make the show even better um you know as time goes along and you know play some dope music come by check us out twitch.tv forward slash afrokinetic every sunday 5 p.m est broadcasting to the world dope yes yes go peep it if you have not already it's really great um and what about um, some of your, I know you do, I mean, these remixes you've been coming out with um, with Ian. Um, yep. Ian Wallace. Ian Wallace have been so good. Like, I don't even know how to classify them, but they're like, <laughs> you know, as people would say on Twitch, vibes. <laughs> but it's like very, uh, I don't know, they're soulful and, and funky and house-ish, but they're not how, I mean, they're just like really great. I mean, I love how you flip these classic songs uh into a whole new vibe um but they're but they're dj playable and they're fun and and they're they could be played at a different kind of time so um are you guys kind of like a production team working on that stuff yeah i mean it's crazy it's, ian's one of my best friends i've known him for years 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 uh -huh. um you know we connected on music and, and dj we used to dj parties together um in the 2000s um in brooklyn and um he's just dope dope producer keyboard player just like dope energies and vibes and so we've always been kind of collaborating you know over time on you know, little things here and there um and just actually kind of wrapping it back up to serato when sample came out i, I knew what his workflow was with sampling because he was, he was using an asr 10 at the time okay um he started getting into logic and was using this you know sampler logic and i was like no 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 trust me serato sample like 
it's going to change your life. And then I showed him how to use it. He was like, yo, like, this is crazy. So like, we would kind of, you know, go back and forth a little bit on certain things and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, um, you start kind of working on things organically just out of friendship and, and, you know, love of music and whatnot. And things just start kind of slowly, but surely kind of happening. And, uh, you know, put one remix out of works. Okay, cool. Got an idea. Like let's start working on this and yada, yada, yada. And then we sit down and we start working and then that next thing comes out and next thing and kind of just starts flowing and, and kind of doing this thing. Um, it's really great because we work in a really um, collaborative type way um, where, you know, he'll have an idea about uh, a beat. He'll start working on it. I'll listen to it. We'll sit down. I'll start adding some things into it. I'll tell him, okay, let's go this direction. He'll start working on it that way. Um, you know, we get all that stuff together, you know, add some more things in, yada, yada, yada. And then I get the files. I start mixing and kind of, you know, getting like the sound and cohesiveness together of it and kind of get it, you know, right. Kind of, I guess, Pharrell Chattish kind of way. <laughs> yeah. In a sense, uh, definitely not saying we are the Neptunes. I'm not trying to compare us to those legends and greats. But, you know, it's kind of that kind of workflow where we kind of have like responsibilities yeah. and things yeah. that we do to make, you know, everything come together and, and sound right. Um, you know, sometimes it's a sample that I had, you know, I found and it's like, oh, let's, let's flip this. And then like, you know, we start working on it that way. Or maybe sometimes he has chords and it's like, oh, wait, you know, we can find this acapella and we can do this. Oh, wait, that sounds like a great idea. Right. So like we kind of go back and forth. And it's actually really been interesting during this this COVID time period because, um, you know, and trying to maintain being safe and all the rest of it, like a lot of times, especially during the beginning of COVID, like we were just on Zoom working on stuff back and forth together. So it's like, okay, pull the session up. All right, cool. Let's do this, do this, blah, blah. Okay, send, send the files over. Okay, now I'm working on it. I'm sending it back to you, like kind of that back and forth situation, which has uh, right. been, you know, really, really interesting to figure out because, you know, a lot of times you catch a vibe with somebody in, in the room because you're together and it's like that aha moment hits, you're both feeling at the same time you're there and like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, blah, blah. Right. And so figuring that out on Zoom is, is definitely different, but because we both love the music, like we end up not having Zoom be a difficulty, right? In fact, it kind of even helps us out more because it's like, dude, I'm not coming to your house at one o'clock tonight. Like I'm at home, I'm chilling. I can get on Zoom with you for like a half an hour. Let's work for a minute. Let's knock yeah. it out. Okay, boom. On to the next, you know, kind of moving. So um, yeah, big shout out to Ian Wallace. Uh, check him out, Ian Wallace Productions uh, on SoundCloud. Um, you can find him on Bandcamp as well. Um, yeah. That's that's my homie, and uh, yeah, we got some more coming out. We just did this Janet remix, Janet Jackson remix that just dropped. It's uh pretty dope. People are liking it. We got another yeah, one coming. Yeah, it's really very dope. Soon. I and, heard uh, it. Yeah, we're working. Dope, dope. I love it. I love it. Well, definitely go check that, everybody. Um, and as far oh, and also your production and engineering was something I wanted to ask about because I know you've done some stuff on like a Nicki Minaj record and a DJ Khaled record. Yeah. Um, what was that like? What was your um input on those yeah for sure so um the first one was uh was barbie dreams yeah um they came out on her last album right um, and that sampled the biggie song right that's um, right that's right that's right so the story behind that um actually kind of related back to serato again uh big big shout out to my man rashad smith tumbling dice um if you don't know that name google it and it makes you download every single song that he's ever made in fact you can find his songs on beat source there we go. Many, many it's all coming full circle. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Bring it back. Bring it back. So Biggie, Mary J. Blige, Erica Badu, Craig Mack, blah, blah, blah. It's history of just like songs. It's LL Cool J. Like just songs, songs, songs. He's produced so many major hits. Um, so Rashad's a great fa- uh, friend uh, and, and fam of, of the Serato team. 
And um, we've b- built a really great relationship. Big, out, a big shout out to, to Rashad. And so he came through to the studio and was like, yo, I got, I'm on deadline to get this Nikki or this, this joint done. And he didn't say Nikki at first. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, like, come by the studio. Let's, let's work. And he uh, wanted to use Serato Sample to rework uh, the, the Dreams joint uh, by it. Biggie to make it yeah. for Barbie Dreams. And so, um, you know, I assisted him in the studio to, to get that done with sample. Um, you know, he had all the ideas. It's a matter of kind of like working out sample the right way to, to make it work in, in Ableton and we knocked it out pretty quickly. There's actually a video you can watch online. Where we talked about it uh, on the Serato uh, YouTube. Oh, we talked about it. I gotta um, check that. And so, yeah, we, we did the beat, sent it in and then didn't hear anything for like a while. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's happening, maybe it's not. I don't know, blah, blah. And then I remember this clearly, clear as day. Um, I was at Playlist Retreat. In fact, I think he was there that year as well. Yeah, he was there that year as well. Jazzy Jeff's Playlist Retreat. Big shout out to Jazzy Jeff and the whole Playlist family. Um, and we were just leaving. We were heading back to Philly uh, to then get back to New York. We were making a pit stop in Philly. And on the radio, I believe we were listening to Power 99 FM in, in Philly. And all of a sudden, Barbie Dreams comes on the radio. Like the joint that we did like at the studio six months before all of a sudden, like I had never heard like lyrics, anything, blah, blah. It just pops on radio. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. New Nicki Minaj album out now, Barbie Jane's new single, blah, blah, yada, yada. I was like, oh shit, this actually made it <laughs> to the album as the single. That's yeah, it's a single. Wow. And then we get back to New York and then Flex is just dropping bombs on it like all night long. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. I can't believe this. Of um, course, because he probably did that to the original. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. And, 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 so, and so part of the reason why that happened was, um, so Rashad produced the original for Biggie, right? Crazy. So that was Rashad's original track. And so they wanted to be the ca- caption of Bobby in. And so he knew what he wanted to do, but he wanted to use sample with it. And I was able to assist him with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he put his foot in that. Like he's, Rashad's the absolute man. So um, that's dope. So with that being said, the second phone call came and that was from Khaled. Um, so another joint that uh, Rashad was a part of uh, back in the day during the whole kind of bad boy era um, was a joint called Senorita um, that, that Puffy did, that Diddy did. And um, Khaled wanted to rework that for his new album. And so he called up Rashad and was like, yo, Rashad, like, you know, want to, make this work again you know i want to kind of flip this track and make it into a new joint or whatever and so Rashad was like yo like you know we, we work good like you know let's let's get back on this and so we got back into the studio got the samples together chopped up yada 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 so on and so forth using serato sample um a couple other things and uh we sent it off to Khaled, and he was just like yeah just send me what you got and i'll just kind of take the rest from there yeah and so he kind of put his touches on it um with his team and that came out as another single which is uh, pretty dope, uh, you so say. Dope. So, um, yeah, definitely big, big shout out to Rashad Smith, incredible producer, legend in the game, um, incredible human being. Um, definitely very grateful for him, you know, having me be part of those, those, uh, those records. Uh, so, yeah, they're out in the world and y'all playing them. And you can find them on this incredible website called BeatSource. <laughs> on BeatSource, we got it. We got everything. you can inside your Serato if you got that subscription. Make sure you get that subscription, BeatSource. That's link. right. Play it on joints inside your Serato. We got that free trial. I know everyone's hitting me like, what should I do? Can you give me an account? I'm like, just sign up the free trial, start using it, figure it out. You know what I mean? And well, I'll start teaching you and 
um yeah people are definitely getting interested i mean i I had people tag me today like in other countries like i'm just getting into it that's a dope thing too it's worldwide that's right that's right and it reps everything i mean we got afro beats we literally all the sections are um curated by people that know what's up and this is their life doing it all the time it's not just someone that's like i don't know what this is you know well you know and, and even to that point right like um you know, over the past number of years, especially with like the explosion of like Latin music with like a lot of the reggaeton yeah. and, you know, um, all the different kind of subgenres, dembo and everything else uh, coming out. Um, like I, I've had to learn a lot very quickly Same. about the genres, right? Well, you know, and of course I knew stuff from like previous like iterations of, of reggaeton, but like what it is now versus like 10 years ago is like a whole different thing. Right. Yeah. Um, and so many more artists that are coming out, you know, and, and styles and, you know, tempos and everything else. So the site is, is really great because I get a chance to really dig in. And again, I can find the things that I like and I know that kind of fit into like the vibe of what I want a bit of play. And then boom, I got them right inside my Serato. I could rock with them. So um, yeah, all the genres are there. If you're looking for pretty much anything, like you know, you're doing big room. There's some there's some big house records in there for you to be able to rock and do the thing. You need that underground dirty hip hop. It's it's all there, right? You need that new kind of you know drill, trill, whatever, blah blah. Like all that stuff is there for you inside the site. You just gotta dig for it and find it. Um, and again, there are playlists that are curated that will help you kind of get to it faster as well. You find the things that you like, get in there and rock it, do the thing. Yeah. So, and they're constantly working on on advancing. Like I know that because people are like, oh, where am I going to get the intro edit? People like intro edits. And like I know they just came out with uh, Major Lazer's new song and they were able to do actual intro edits and have instrumental acapella officially right. on the site and you're able to use it. And it's just the beginning. I think that eventually, hopefully all the record labels get into the fact that this is a thing that DJs yep. want, you know, and yep. so... Um, Hopefully it all comes together in that it's way. Coming, we're able to do that. Yeah, it's coming together. I, I look, feel DJ, like DJs still rule the world. Like don't yes. ever forget that DJs rule the world. Big up to all the record labels, but know that you want your music to be played for the people. You go to the DJs. DJs rule the world, so they'll be on board without question. Exactly. They're, we're the original influencer. Like that's right. <laughs> before that's there right. was numbers on an app, like we were out there <laughs> with a record you know making like helping to to solidify it into the culture that's right so um and so speaking of that our new world of twitch and all this stuff do you have any predictions of like we we discussed it a bit but do you have any predictions of where djing will go from here um in the future or you know your guys visions for it at serato yeah i mean definitely a lot more online um you know big up to the whole twitch fam uh over there allison and the whole team over there they've been super super supportive of everything we've been doing with serato um you know serato is definitely dedicated to being in the space with twitch so you're going to see a lot more programming coming uh in the very very near future Uh, we're already broadcasting like what tuesdays thursdays and friday or saturday depending upon party who's um scheduled so you guys have had some of the best twitch broadcast just this uh, last friday you. what was that was that friday everything time is such a time warp right now but right, right. i think you did serato fest that's right uh, yeah, yeah. was that yeah. friday that was, that was on like friday. That was last a friday. year ago or something but that was so <laughs> dope like i i was just like if anyone can bottle this and have it as an example of what if anyone in the future or the or anytime asks what is djing the most generic question 
this is it. Okay, just look at Scratch Bastard. That's right. Jazzy Jeff. Scratch Bastard. And everybody yeah. on that, everyone that was on that lineup. But I mean, watching Jazzy Jeff into Scratch Bastard was like such a perfect example of what DJing is. There's yeah. no genre. This is DJing. It's yeah. This is love. This is passion. This is what you should be doing. Like, it was so inspirational, like Scratch Bastard set. It was just like, this is everything. I love this, you know? And so it's so cool that you guys do that, put on those festivals, put in all the work to make this happen. I think that it just, I think it helps a lot of people in, in so many different ways and it helps to Without push question. the culture forward and teach people. And yep. um, I mean, I, I just, I left that day just like okay i'm going to practice just seeing what scratch bastard was doing with the new megan the stallion song you know mm -hmm. like you wouldn't think you figure oh he's gonna be playing public enemy which he is oh he's playing that too and doing the craziest juggle and now yep. i have to go practice and download that song okay here we go <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah yeah now we're, we're <clears throat> luckily again you know we've we've uh we put a lot of time and effort into twitch and you know we're being very thoughtful about the djs that we're having on the twitch channel tell. as well right because we want to show a diversity in music, yeah, right? You like, you know, like yesterday, it was yes, yeah, it was yesterday, if I, yeah, if I'm correct. Uh, Spinorita was on. Oh, I, I saw her birthday stream, right? Yeah, yeah, she's dope. Shout out Spinorita. Like, she's her energy is like every, everything, right? Yeah. But she was musically like all over the place. And it was so dope because it was like, there was no, there was no constrictions, right? Like, it wasn't like, oh, like, you know, the managers over there and then you got this bottle service over here and yada yada you gotta play this song or else like you know it's like nah like we're here for music right so yeah. i was hearing things i had never heard before and it's like yo what's that edit i gotta like try to find that like let me ask who this is and yada, yada you know like all that stuff we really take the approach of programming the twitch channel to really be about music and being able to spread that across the board so we've had all kind of different djs playing all different kinds of music um because it's about the music yeah point blank right like all yeah. that kind of club politics bottle service all that and, and like, i understand what that is and i respect that right like yeah if of that's course a, but this world isn't that. and it, there's a business in that and i totally respect it but we're really about promoting music and promoting djs who are really about pushing the culture and doing some really dope things and so we're dedicated to making that happen continually uh going forward with twitch so that's definitely going to be Without question, you know, you're going to see a lot more coming for us with that. Um, in regards to the rest of the future with this, um, I think the production value for these streams is going to step up more because people are starting to see things and they're like, yo, like, where, how'd you do that? <laughs> like, where that thing come from flying across the screen? And like, how's your sound so incredible and your light, the lighting is incredible and like your imagery with your green screen and all the rest of it, like. I think that's going to be the, the kind of next thing that people are going to kind of start taking it a bit more serious. Shout out to all the bedroom DJs. I get it. Like, you know, you, you might be in a small apartment. That's all you got. You got to work with it. Like, I totally get that. And I respect it so much because, again, it's about the music. But there's also people who are finding ways to kind of step the, the production value up even more. And I'm excited to see that because as DJs, because we're creative, we're not only thinking about music, but we're thinking about presentation. Right? right. And so the more that we can kind of present things in like more kind of creative ways and imagery and all the rest of it just enhances the experience for people to be a part of it so much more. People are watching Twitch on their widescreen TVs. Right. So like, you know, it's like you want to give that like cinematic feel 
you know, to, to, the, to the DJ experience, right? So I think that's going to be coming forward a lot more. Um, and I, we're, we're working on some things to kind of help in that way. I can't really talk about it right now, but there'll be some stuff coming soon that's going to help DJs um, add some tools to kind of get to that, to that point as well. So, yeah. So, um, all right. Well, why don't we get into a few of the listener uh, sent in questions? Yeah, please. Um, and uh, let's see. We got... Um, I'll try to edit them out. We got people get very passionate about Serato. And I so, know they do. Oh my God. One of the <laughs> one of the people wrote a good question, but then followed it up with like 10 tweets of like, <laughs> I couldn't tell. If, I'm like, am I supposed to say this stuff? I'm not going to really right. uh, say this. But um, let's see. The first person, uh, he goes by, his name's Jamie Barnes. He goes by at Jamie Selects. Um, he, he writes a lot of questions in. So thank you. Shout out to you, Jamie. Shout out at Jamie Selects. What up? Jamie Selects asks, what are the roadblocks to Serato building a cloud-based DJ library with a mobile application so <sighs> crates can be updated on the go? Oh, my God. I Man, mean, in a way, a- that's kind of the combination of BeatSource and Serato. It's not an app, you know, but um, right. and I think he's maybe saying a little different, but that's kind of yeah. what we've been talking about, right? Kind of, yeah. And we're, we're, what I will say is this. Um, first of all, that's a very good question. Thank you for, for that question. He's um, saying to have it all uploaded and be able to mess with it, I guess, on your phone right. or You basically app. kind of want like a Dropbox, like cloud kind of situation. Right, yeah. which I guess you could do. You could have your whole thing on Dropbox if you really wanted to. It'd be insane. Yeah, so um, as Serato structured right now, um, you have your Serato folder that's on your computer, right? Yes. Um, and that kind of is like everything Serato. Um, yeah. A lot of people actually don't know like kind of all the inner workings of that. But if you don't have that folder intact and working right, your Serato is just not going to work right. Yeah, right? you're going to have red files and everything. Oh, and all a bunch of other stuff going wrong really, really, really fast and bad. Yeah. Um, so that folder right now is set to be actually on your computer. It's not meant to be in the cloud, right? Yeah. Like there's a bunch of stuff that has to look like locally filed be on your computer in order for the program to be able to work. Right. Um, so and and granted I'm not on the on the products team, right? So I'm kind of yeah, speaking freely, but you know for sure. Not giving all the um exact answers because that's more they're kind of laying the mind but yeah. you need to have that folder on your computer in order for things to work um if that folder is in the cloud then that's a potential problem of the program being to catch those local files to get the, the the program working right in order for things to be able to, you know work properly right. um you uh the person who's asked this question remind me of his name again oh jamie selects jamie selects pardon me jamie selects what up once again um jamie selects um you're not the only person who's asked this question um so note that this is something that has been a request and also note that this is something that has been in discussion at hq it's just a matter of you know if and how it can work the one thing that we want to make sure of is that we make updates to the program they're going to be stable for everybody to be able to use right because we understand that people make money by using this product yeah right so we never want it to be a situation where it's like yo you guys made this major update and now like my whole serato broke 
and now I can't DJ in the club and now I can't make money and now I can't feed my family and I can't pay rent and you know, like all that stuff, right? We think about all these things because right. it's such a reality, right? Yeah. So we, we want to make sure that when we incorporate something new into the program that it works and it's going to work to the benefit of the DJ because we care about, you know, the livelihood of the DJ. So fingers crossed something like that could happen in the future, but we got to kind of wait and see, you know, how the technology takes us. Got it. Um, all right, um, DJ Geo Geo um, says, "When will you guys update Serato video?" Um, I'm not sure what the status is. I used to DJ video. I mean, that was huge for me. I haven't done it much in in a while, and since being on Twitch, I've been thinking about it because I have all these old routines that I used to do that I'm like, this would be amazing to do on Twitch, but I have to find my old drive and try to do everything. But right. what's the what's what is he saying that needs to even be updated i wonder well we, we did do an update relatively recently where we got everything up to 64 bit right um and running way way smoother um than where it was before uh at 32 bit yeah pardon me so um that update did happen relatively recently and um and actually does make video work a lot lot smoother okay um i actually started incorporating video into my twitch stream and it's just so much fun being able to you know play the music videos and do all this stuff yeah um, actually i'm getting a, a text right now from a dj right now about serato stuff <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I, I literally i've had to see one two three people hit me up uh oh yeah i get all the questions it's usually something really really simple um but um yeah no um hopefully soon there's some other stuff added to video i don't yeah. know when um i know there's some things i would like to see in it uh which would be pretty cool um but you know again you know it we want to make sure that we take the right steps to be able to do all the right things so fingers crossed there will be an update i still know when it's going to be um but there are some things that people have been talking about you know wanting to make some additions to so, so. And how yeah. do you DJ video on Twitch? Like, do you come out of your um, computer HDMI back into the streaming computer? Right. So um, we, for, for my stream, me and Chris, we have, um, we have a um, HDMI switcher, a company called Blackmagic. They make the ATE. ATE yeah, I've been, I've been looking at that one online. I'm like, oh, this man, I think dope. it's so dope. It's it so, so dope. dope. It's like, kind of expensive. So it's like you got to make yeah, the jump. But yeah, it's about 300 bucks. Um, oh, OK. It's not that bad. Yeah, there's there's one that's more. There's right. Like, that's the one I was looking at, I think. Yeah. The mini yeah, one is 300. And then the other one's right. like 800 or 1200 yeah, right, or something. Right. Right. Yeah. right. But the, the mini works like incredibly well, like super, super dope. Really? Um, so basically out my hdmi um i run that to a hdmi port into the uh black magic box okay and then i send the black magic box to um to obs right. have a scene set up for it to be able to see the serato video screen so i just move the, drag the screen over it shows up in obs i go full screen and then everything's there because we oh. have the video switcher and we're using like a couple of cameras, right? So we have like a DSLR That's what I was camera. wondering. So do you also plug the cameras into the black magic? That's How right. many inputs does the mini have? Four. Oh, wow. So yeah. you have four HDMI inputs. That's right. That's so right. So you could That's technically right. put your, I mean, you, you could put um, the video output of your DJing. You could put yep. two webcams and That's right. one other source. That's right. That's and right. then be able to switch back and forth with the mini fairly right. easily. Right. All the fades and everything like. Or run them at the dope. same time, like camera in the front on me. Yep. Uh, Serato in the back on my That's green right. screen or whatever right. you want. 
That's right. Ooh, yeah, it's okay. super, super ill. Plus, I was messing as, with it at home, but I had like one, like an Elgato with only one, and then another right. capture card with only one, and I'm plugging them in. I'm doing a hub, and I'm like, am I doing this right? Yeah. So that yeah. makes sense. You kind of need either the Roland or the or the Black right. Magic or one of the companies that has a multiple ins. That's right. Yeah, the okay. Roland one's dope too. Big up, big up to all the Roland fam. Um, the Roland one's dope. I, I went with the black magic one it was just a little bit easier for what we needed to be able to do yeah they both um, work little john uses the was using the rolling one for a while because that's how we figured out how to get all the gopros you know going yep. in and everything yep yep yeah so we have uh dslr camera front overhead with the gopro uh computer with serato video going out as an input and then we have a free one so in case we want to do another vi- you know video and or um uh camera we can do that as another angle. right setup so um and we have all the audio going through out of the mixer going into the the black magic box and then doing all the oh. army, all the eqing and compression there and that goes to obs oh because that's the other thing i was struggling with is that i bought it i got well i didn't buy i got a pc and i realized that my like sound card and audio interface i use for my mac won't plug into the pc oh, and i'm man. like oh and i had bought the roland go um the go mixer yeah, the little tiny one, you know, yeah. for just the phone. That's and right. so I kind of plugged that in. It seems like it's working, but I'm also like, is this made for this or should I be using <laughs> something else? But uh, it seems like I'm using three different devices when I could just get the Black Magic and put the HDMI and it also serves as a sound card audio That's interface, right? right? That's right. That's and right. it probably works, I assume, works with PC because I've seen a lot of people... Yep doing the thing oh man all right i really got to look into that then yeah so because that solves everything and what do you mean with the compression and all that it does that inside of it so basically your two channels that you have coming in you can do eqing and like limiting compression stuff in the black magic in the black magic so that way you can like so you're not like people on the chat are like yo you're distorting what are you doing like you have it set Right. So it'll come in. Oh man! Right. So then, when it goes to OBS, all the sounds coming in clean, and then that goes and out. And it like, switches. Like so, let's say your fourth input, you just wanted a zoomed-in camera on your face, like how yep. Four Color Zach or somebody does. You could be like, <laughs> shout out to Zach. Oh, the oh shit cam. You know, That's right. huge shout out to Four Color Zach. He was on Serato Fest too, but he's yes, he was. He killed one it. of the the kings of Twitch at this point. Man, uh, and the DJ are crazy. game. Ah, oh, I love numbers it. Are crazy. Um, but so, uh, you, so on that, you could just switch like, oh, camera one, camera two or two and three on at the same time. That's right. That's right. Picture in picture or, you know, however you want to do it. You can do all that stuff within the black, Ah, with the black magic, the actual, the switcher, but then also the software that it comes with you can do us and that's the all the mini damn so why would you even need the big one that's if you're like running and that, and that, like right. so, I mean, the grammys the big, or something yeah exactly you're doing like massive like major you know streaming right. but if TV you're in your type. house for inputs and the audio input yeah. with the, all that right. built in you're that's totally more good. than enough damn i might have to get one of those like today um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey black magic people hit me up no hey. i'll buy it uh, <laughs> <laughs> no give them one <laughs> <laughs> please uh, that's crazy. Wow. That's so interesting. Okay. I'm learning things here. That's, that's really dope. Um, okay, cool. So that's the answer to the video people. They just updated it. So what are you yeah, asking it's, it's about? It's been a little while, so a little while ago that got updated, but the, hopefully more will come soon. So hold tight. Okay. Um, know that we're 
try to get something soon. So hold tight. Dope. Um, all right, let's see some more. I know. I mean, we've been talking almost like two hours. So sorry to keep Dude, you so long. Like, no, I mean, time flies. This is a great conversation. I didn't realize. I, I was like, I really enjoyed this. this I was like, what time is it? I'm like, oh, we've been talking like two hours. No, me too. I've had the best time. <laughs> I love all this stuff. So um, I know it's late in New York, so you got to go soon. But let's yeah, get yeah. into a few more. Uh, Mike yeah, yeah. Check. Uh, Mike Check. From San Diego, definitely one of the very passionate people. We appreciate your passion. Uh, he can't tell if he's up, as upset as he seemed in the tweets, but okay. <laughs> uh, his basic question was, when is improved library management going to be implemented? Right. Something we discussed that. already. Yeah, we've already talked about that. Yeah, Mike It's check. coming. They're working yeah, on what it. What up, Mike Check? Hope you're doing well and safe. Um, yeah, no, it's coming. Trust me. Like... Um, Again, one of the great things about working at the company is that I get a chance to kind of like see some things in advance and like or hear about some things and be in conversations and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and the library is one of those conversations that's been really, really important for everybody at HQ. Um, so it's literally being worked on. Um, but also understand that, you know, for the things that we want to be able to do, we need to make sure we're doing them in the right way. So that way your library actually works. Yes. <laughs> we release it. And, and remains you know, stable and doesn't crash. Stable. You know, like, like you said, we're making a living off this or people are watching us on Twitch or it could right. be leading to our next biggest opportunity of our life. So that's right. This that's has right. to be stable. That's right. And, and you and also understand, too, that, you know, Serato as a program in terms of DJ or the, the DJ program has been around for more than 15 years. Yeah, right? so probably almost all 20 years. Yeah. Right. You have all this code. I mean, as a company, Serato has been around for, for 20 years. Absolutely. Right. As and the DJ. pitch in time and all that. Right. Exactly. Right. right. Um. But, you know, you have all this code, right? Like stacked right. upon stacked upon stacked Just like upon your old stacked. crates, you got the old code. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. So, you know, it's like kind of like a jingle puzzle. You know what I mean? Like you pull yeah. the wrong <laughs> thing in the wrong time. The like whole it thing's all crumbles, gone. Right. right. It all falls apart. So we have to really make sure that, you know, everything is done in the right fashion and way to where, you know, everything stays working the way that it should because we have a very stable program now. Um, True. and we make it to where, you know, it's going to be the best program that you can use while you're out. So, um, but trust me, like, I can't wait for the library stuff to come. I, not, even for myself, I know it's going to change my yeah. life so well, much. Once I'll, I'll mention, through, so. he said a few things, you, probably stuff you guys are doing, but I guess I could throw it out there if any of it sparks something. He was saying that text fields act like no other in Mac OS. You can't expand to see the full entry. Mm, oh, I see what yeah. he's saying. Like, you have to pull out the the, right the tab yeah, yeah that's not that bad but but i get it but that's yeah and then yeah. you're saying smart crates obviously he doesn't like them he said they're not good but i i think they're cool i don't know what you'd improve but he was saying you can't use the sorting features like is or isn't um in selected crate itunes huh. has a better one but i don't understand that because i feel like it's very similar and i can use yeah. is or isn't yeah, I, I mean, know. I've used it, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. and, and Mike, check. I don't know, yeah, but he was and, saying it, cleaning up. This one actually seems good, but cleaning up large libraries, he has to use a third party to delete the right. duplicates. That's that sounds like something that could be cool. Yes, to at least Serato be able to request. identify potential dupes, and then you could listen and go, "Oh, this is the bad one. This is the good one." I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I um, I totally agree with that five thousand percent. I do it that good, myself, so I good understand call. that for sure. Um, let's see. Let's get a couple more. Um, Mighty Red. Uh, what do you think Serato's strengths and weaknesses are, and where can you guys improve? This is also we've talked about a lot. I mean, if you don't want to get yeah. into it, yeah. No, I mean, our strengths. Um, 
you know, we all, all one thing to also note as well, which is a, actually a really great strength, which is why we're able to do some of the things that we're doing. Serato is not owned by a um, larger corporation. Like we're not like, right. oh, we're Serato, but we're owned by a subsidiary of yada, 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 of yada, 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 some multi corporation yeah. that like, you know, makes microwaves and like, you know, Taiwan or something, right? Like, yeah. like that's not the company. The people that started Serato um, are the people that still run Serato, right? So there isn't anybody else making decisions but the people that are there, um, which is great because that allows us a lot of freedom to make decisions and pivots as we need to without having to go to a larger corporation to, to ask for permission to get things done. It's like, well, do we want to do it? Does it make sense? Is it going to help the community? Let's do it, right? Which yeah. is part of the reason, again, like where we were able to pivot so quickly to make it to where we have this output going to OBS and so third-party applications. Because right. we knew it was something that was important, so we were able to pivot and to make it work without having any, any um, kind of um, blockage from anybody to do that. So mm -hmm. um, things that could be better, I mean, every company could be better, right? Like, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's really hard to say, but... Um, I mean, I think we discussed a lot of the ways you guys are even constantly trying to yeah. improve things and do yeah. stuff. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the one thing I will say, and I'll, I'll reiterate, reiterate it again, is that the people that work at the company actually care because they are a part of the culture, right? Like, yeah. you know, I think about um, Nick McLaren, who is the um, chief strategy officer at, um, at Serato, and he's incredible, incredible producer, incredible DJ. Um, the reason why Serato Sample and Studio exists are primarily because of him, yeah. right? Like, you know, I, dude, I remember <laughs> the first time, when, when I first got hired at Serato, it was almost, almost five years ago now, four and a half, five years, whatever long it's been, whatever. Yeah. Um, they flew me out to HQ so I could meet everybody, do some meetings, learn about stuff, so on and so forth. And um, again, kind of being privy because you're in the company. So we're working on this new thing. Um, we don't have a name for it yet, but um, it's going to be a sample plugin that you can use in your, you know, Ableton Logic or whatever, and you can do some creative sampling things. So they showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh my god, do you know what you just just done?" Like, and this is what ends up being Serato sample. Yeah. Because I was like, "Do this," and they did it in like one step, and I was like, "That just took five steps out of what I would have done on an MPC or what I would do on Logic or whatever." Blah blah. Right. Change the keys, time stretch it, da da, da all this crazy stuff, right? Um that was pretty much the brainchild of, you know, Nick and a couple other people at Serato to say, Hey, you know what? Like we need to be kind of moving ourselves back into the production world. Like we did pitch in time, like, and it's been used on a bunch of stuff and it's an amazing right. plugin and so on and so forth, but we need to make it more consumer friendly for producers because we understand that the producer world is so big and people are already using their Serato DJ as almost a way to try to produce by like lining songs up and yep. trying to like, change the key and then dumping that into Ableton. And the, it's like, why don't we just give them something inside of the program and make it work, right? True. So again, because people at the company are listening and are a part of the culture and creating it, it makes it easier for us to make product that's actually going to work um, for the community. So, yeah. That's dope. Um, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, and, and let's do two more. Um, yeah. We got... Um, Will there be, oh, I am Andy Newton writes, uh, will there be a day when we can use Serato DJ on an iPad or phone instead of oh, a laptop? Man. <laughs> There's I been all Andy those fake uh, things where people go, yo, I'm using it in my <laughs> Tesla, you know, or something. Right, like, right, right. Is, will there finally, I mean, with the iPad Pros, they're pretty crazy. I've been oh, seeing no, people making 
I mean, full on beats or streaming off of it or all that. That's right. That's but right. Still, that's, that's right. some next level. Like you said, with the file structure and, and yep. the way a computer works versus an iPad app, I think is way different, right? Yeah, it is. Um, that's been a dream of mine for a long, long time. And trust me, I've asked that question many, many times. Like, yo, so when can I get the iPad popping? Like, yeah. it make my life a lot easier instead of carrying my like $3,000 laptop to the club every night and hoping right. that doesn't get beer spilled on it from some I crazy know. drunk person or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and I've seen those stories many, too many times. Um, I don't know yet. I can't answer that. I wish I could. Um, but it is something that has been asked many times. It's actually good that you're asking this. Um, the more that people ask for things, make it more of a possibility if it, if it is possible to do, right? Because the more requests that come in for certain things, then the products team and the dev team and all the rest of everybody else have to think about, okay, cool. How can we try to make these things happen and, yeah. and come together? So thank you for that question because it's uh, something that I can kind of reiterate back to everybody saying, hey, you know, people are asking for iPad, iPod, you know, iPhone, yeah. tablet, so on and so forth. Like, you know, how can we make something happen? The one thing to note though, and then I, I got to make this really clear, is sometimes these things are not just Serato issues. Yeah. Meaning that... Um, we are also at the mercy of Apple in particular yep. with the way that they do their operating systems. Now, if you know the kind of tragedy that happened during uh, El Capitan because of the way that they kind of changed their audio drivers and the way that things work, there are a lot of people who can use Serato. They're trying to connect to their gear and their firmware and drivers, and there's a whole nightmare, blah, 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 right? We were kind of at the mercy of, of Apple because of that, right? Luckily, yeah. They've made things a little bit better, but even now, still with like you know Catalina, you can't just plug and play. Like you have to go through certain steps, security, privacy settings, and all the rest of the stuff to make it all work and come together. And that's not a Serato thing; that's an Apple thing that we then right. have to adapt to to make things work. So please understand that it's not just as easy as like oh, just flip the switch and make it happen. We also have to deal with like larger entities, <laughs> you know, that handle you know computers and all the rest of that yeah. to make things work. So just know that it's a, it can be difficult sometimes, but right. we also try to make it work as best as possible. That's good to know. Oh, and one other thing people have asked me about since the, the advent of BeatSource and all this stuff is, you know, there was a while, like you said, with El Capitan and there was a while when you were supposed to turn your Wi-Fi off when yeah. you were DJing with Serato. And so people, it's ingrained in their head now, like that's what you have to do. And so they're like, well, then how would you use BeatSource? And I'm like, I think it's good on the new versions of everything. Yeah, no, you it's, know? It's, I DJ with my Wi-Fi on all the time. I've never had a problem, you know, since way a long time ago. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, um, it actually does work. Like you don't okay, need to yeah, worry about it. Like it does work. Um, the one thing I will say is... Um, it's suggested doesn't mean that's going to always happen but it's suggested that you don't toggle your wi-fi on and off right yes. so if you start with your computer on with the wi-fi just leave it on and use serato don't like start with the wi-fi off and then that's toggle it know. on while you're djing like it can sometimes cause an issue on the computer which then will potentially cause an issue with whatever you're trying to stream through okay. um through serato so just leave it on like you turn the computer on wi-fi is on you're connected turn serato right. on you're solid you're good to go got it um, all right. And final question. Few people final wrote question. this in. Uh, when will the bridge be back? <laughs> I don't think it's coming back. But uh, the bridge was something where Ableton and Serato were together. You were able to record a mixtape and it would record it as stems in a way into um, right. uh, Ableton. It was pretty dope. Uh, I would use it for a lot of different actually functions and it was really cool. But right. um, 
Uh, is that something that's ever coming back or is that something you can just replicate using the link? There's a, a link function in, in Serato as well, right? Right. So um, I don't know about uh, that kind of mixtape bridge function yeah. uh, as of immediate. Um, what I will say, the, I guess the, the quick hack, it, it, without necessarily the stems, but more just kind of getting the session into Ableton, um, again, that uh, making the output go from Serato directly into, um, into a third party. Yeah. You could put that into Ableton and then record your mix into Ableton direct and then kind of do your chopping from there. You won't get the separate channels, uh, but at least you'll get like the mix in there so you can start doing your editing pretty quickly. Exactly. Um, and if you mess up halfway through, you just stop it, rewind a little bit, keep going. Then you, in Ableton, you could just splice it back in. That's right. That's right. So you could do it that way. Um, I don't know what the future holds, but I will say this, that... Um, because there is a great synergy between Serato Studio and Serato DJ, mm -hmm. um, you know, sharing libraries and so on and so forth, like maybe something in the future, but I don't know. Like it's hard to say. I, and the reason why I say it is because the, this, again, the synergy is, is so strong there between the libraries um, there that it, it creates more possibilities for things to happen um, in the future. But I don't know what that's going to look like, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, I, I hope that 2021 is a great year for us not only to get past this COVID crap, uh, but I also pray for it to be a great year for technology as well. So, um, you know, we'll see if and when something might come. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I can't really say. Um, right. I'm, ho I'm hopeful for the future. I will say that. Dope, dope, dope. All right. Amazing. Well, you've told us so much. You've given us so much info and just we've learned about you and everything. And uh, it's amazing. Thank you for coming on. Man, um, thank you for the invite. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been it's, I've learned a lot. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better and stuff. Um, have you do you have any message for the DJs out there during this time or anything you want to leave them with? Uh, before we get out of here. Wash your hands with your yes. mask. Uh, go vote. Um, if you that's, see that's, someone who's in need, help them out. Spread love. It's not only the Brooklyn way, but it's the human way. So spread that love. Super important. I love it. Spread love. I agree. I was, uh, I was talking about that last night with my wife. So I love that. That's a good final message. Um, OP, OP Miller, thank you so much for coming on the 20 podcast. Thank you, presented man. Presented by BeatSource. And um, Beat shout to you. Shout. Yeah, shout to BeatSource. Shout to Serato and you and the whole team over there. You guys are really amazing. Thank you for everything. I really appreciate it. And I know everyone out there does. Absolutely. Um, and, and thank you for such great questions. This interview has been really great. You are uh, a gentleman and a scholar. Oh, uh, thank you. Appreciate it. I'm working, trying to, trying to get better at this. I was telling A-Track, I'm like, I'm a DJ. I'm a PJ. I don't know what you call me. I'm a pod, pod <laughs> jockey. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm learning, but it's been Still fun. Learning. I love it. Um, all right, dope. Well, thank you, OP. And uh, we will see you on the Afrokinetic Twitch site. And we'll be downloading your remixes and all that stuff. So thank you again. We'll talk to you soon. Word up. Peace, y'all. All right, peace.
And that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. The 20 Podcast is brought to you by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. Huge shout to Vlats and Anthony helping me out on this. Couldn't do without you guys. Huge shout to the BeatSource and DJ City teams. And huge shout to all you guys listening. If there's anything that I can help you guys out with or questions that you want answered or topics that we can talk about on the show that will help you, please contact me and let me know. Hit me on Instagram at DJS. S-P-I-D-E-R or on Twitch, same thing. And um, keep in touch. And thank you guys again. See you next week. The 20 Podcast, DJ Spider. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.